Showtime. All right. <clears throat> At the Apollo. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments made about how the reboot of the movie Outbreak is taking the movie-going experience to whole new levels are purely for entertainment purposes only. Isn't that right, Ebola virus? I'm feeling feverish. Anybody, anybody feeling feverish? Yeah, that's. Uh, I was watching uh, well, Outbreak. Turns out it was the news. <laughs> <laughs> Ebola is back. You thought Smell-O-Vision was an innovation in movie going. You thought the seats that rumbled. Right. This one is literally <laughs> killing you. D-Box, as they call it. Is that what it is? It sounds like something you fight roaches with. D-Box. D-Box sounds like a homosexual yeah. sex move. Oh, wait. D-Box is one of the uh, uh, I got uh, giant robots that fought in uh, Robot Jocks, right? Yeah. <laughs> that D-Box? <laughs> uh, n- not for nothing, but I love Ebola virus and Thor. Wasn't he the guardian of the Rainbow Bridge? Ebola, that's <laughs> Pacific right. Pacific Rim. Yeah, I like that's that guy. Right. It's opening everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, welcome to the Movie Showcast, everybody. Part of the vast and sprawling Movie Guys empire. If hate were people, I'd be China. You've reached ground zero for all things movies and comedy. We're bringing the two together right here on our show every week with jokes, rants, sketches, characters, bits, special guests, and more as we broadcast from the Admirals all Club in beautiful downtown Burbank. They don't stop making movies, so we don't stop making comedy shows about movies, which means you can get a new show every week. Basically, search the Movie Guys on the internets and Googles, and we come right up. iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube... Stitcher, and of course, themovieguys.net, absolutely free. And we encourage you to subscribe where you can. Still no charge. Wait, Paul, no no Bing joke? No Bing. Oh, I've been waiting <laughs> for the Bing that joke. that in and out of here and there. Okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of themovieguys.net, by the way, go there. You can catch a review of Guardians of the Galaxy. We'll be talking about it later in the show, but our movie guy, Ray Scalacci, reviewed it on the site, as well as a uh, full Scalacci. report of my time at Comic-Con with Justin Bowler, all sorts of uh, uh, comments and pictures. And a to and from movie review of Transformers Age of Extinction featuring our friends at the Hater Nation show. Uh, and you can find our show cast like the one you're listening to on a couple of internet radio stations as well, including WBAD.net, Fridays at 4 Eastern, and JonasMountRadio.com, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. And from what I understand, they don't charge either. Ooh, so there you go. This free everywhere. thing is sweeping the yeah. internet. <laughs> Basically, we're out there. Uh, I am your host for the hardest working podcast on the airwaves, Paul Preston, here with Lee Caius, Adam Witt, and Karen Volpe. We're all together again. It feels right, doesn't it? It this feels, feels right. right. It feels right. This feels it's right. got the right. We've brought Lou in at the right time. Yes, joining us a little later in the show is one of the stars of The Walking Dead, who has also appeared in films like Lawless and Unstoppable. Lou Temple will be joining Yay! us shortly. Yay! Lou Temple. Right now he's in and the green room. I want to say he's in the green room, and he has <laughs> our lovely mustache. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, still got the accent. Is that real? Going. Yeah, it's real. Oh, the oh. accent and the mustache. <laughs> Both real. And as ever, we'll be talking about new releases, preparing you for what's coming up in theaters, including Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And with Michael Bay producing, what could go wrong? Except for everything he's ever done. Also, The 100-Foot Journey and the long-running dance drama franchise is back. And it's not just a movie. Apparently, it's also a poker game with Step Up All In. And later in the show... All the warning sirens are down. If a tornado's coming your way, you're not going to know it. Hey, guys, it's splitting. There's another one. There's three. Four. Oh, Sharknado. Terror Reed Nato. We just had this idea with Lou right before the show that uh, the great next franchise would be the Terror Reed Nato, a, a tornado that throws terror reeds everywhere. All over New York. It is both sexy and frightening at the same, at the same time. time. I think it's sexy until she lands, <laughs> then think, it's frightening. And I think Aaron Zeering could still go in the mouth with the chainsaw and come out the other side, just yeah. like he did with the shark. 
let's see. Oh, so Into the Storm. Yeah, they were squeezing some dialogue in there between the uh, sound effects. And Things blowing up. Yeah, so I think it's a lot of that. I wonder if they did all the special effects first and then were like, all right, let's bring in some actors and have them say some shit. All ADR. Pull a green screen, let's make a movie. <laughs> yeah. It's like that improv game and whose line is it anyway? They just show people being attacked by the t- tornado and now they act. just say stuff. Now act, say stuff. Yeah, say stuff. Oh my God, we've got to save the school? School, 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 school. school, school. school. Yeah. We'll put it in later. <laughs> they get a suggestion from the audience. Yeah, the people <laughs> acting have no idea what's being destroyed behind right. them, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, hey, also in the news, and Adam, I, I, I don't know if you know about this, but the WB, Warner Brothers Studios, has moved Batman vs. Superman. Did you hear about this? Yes, to I March did. Because it was going to open, open opposite Captain America 3. So that's the press release they released uh, to compete with Guardians of the Galaxy, right? The because they're running from Marvel. <laughs> like, yeah. But they, here's the thing, though. Would, I mean, is that really running or... Wouldn't Marvel move too? I mean, you no matter what, you don't want to be competing, even if one is going to be much but Marvel better. Marvel didn't. But in the I swinging penis contest yeah. after Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy, somebody flinched. Yeah, because yeah. I saw that headline, and I thought I wouldn't open my movie up against that if I didn't have to. Especially but here's the, the funny thing. thing. Here's the funny thing. They were going to open their movie against Captain America, even after Captain America, yeah. until Guardians of the Galaxy, and then they decided to open their DC movie in the same slot that Captain America opened in this year, which is a brand new summer slot, which is earlier. Actually, they're doing March, right? They're doing March. So now DC is running, but they are proclaiming now summer starts in In March. March. (laughs) Before Easter. Why am I enjoying DC not being able to get their shit together? I I mean, I want to see a good Superman, Aquaman, Spider-Man, Wonder Woman. Who else is in this? Green Lantern, Shazam, Plastic Man movie? I think that's only going to happen if Marvel takes over. (laughs) Then you might get that. Yeah. No Apache Chief, no Paul Preston. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I'm going to get my money without Apache Chief. Jay, what's what's he saying? Canuck Chuck. Canuck Chuck. (laughs) I think that's what he says, to grow big, Apache Chief. Sure. Yeah. Why not? Uh, oh, hey, let's talk quickly Kazunuyo about... Nihayaku. That is Samurai Warrior. <laughs> okay, that's not... For anybody listening. <laughs> is that the Transformer, or is that the... Uh, let's talk Rotoflix for a second. Uh, the good folks at Rotoflix, our season is wrapping up. we got one more week, and it has come down to Karen, and it has come down to myself. For those of you who don't know... You're in the lead, the two of you? Yeah, yeah I'm in first. Karen's trying to catch up. taking place. So I was fantasy in the football f- for movies. I was ahead basically. for a while there, though. Yeah, Because I had Maleficent, yeah. and it's something else. Oh, but you've ahead. got Turtles this week, so yeah. you will not win on that, I don't uh, think. I think, uh, yeah. I think Turtles might have a tough week. She's got 100... Uh, I got 100 points on her, but That's I don't it. have a new movie. I th- well, I have Step Up All In. Right. <laughs> and I have Turtles. And I have the Turtles director, so I get twice as many points. Yeah, See, the thing true. is, Paul and Karen are actually bringing strategy to this, where they're <laughs> adding and dropping from their roster. Sure, and, and, and changing it according yeah. to what's holding Didn't you over? Like, forget to play yeah. Tom Cruise I, the no. week the movie came out <laughs> yeah. or something? But, yeah. but That's like, part of the strategy, is I play the movie that's opening. I'm riding Tom Cruise to the bitter Smart end. Smart strategy, Karen. Smart <laughs> yeah. strategy. To the bitter end, He's, I am not getting off Tom Cruise. He'll put out something this weekend. <laughs> He's that good. <laughs> I'm going to stay on top of Tom Cruise. You know, I have to give Lee some credit there, though, because I picked up Bill Murray during the draft just because I love him and not because he was opening in any movies. He's not in any movie this summer, was he? Yeah. But yeah, that didn't matter. I had to draft him. It's the Cleveland fan in me. I'm going to stick with my team even though they're going down the tubes, and I'm not going to change anything. Don't get rid of Bertie Kozar. Keep him until he's, you know. So crippled. this will be the final run for this. And then rotoflix.com, that's with an X, rotoflix, uh, will have... The award season fantasy as well. So you pick the movies you think are going to win awards. This that was all box office on. weekend. So yeah. uh, 
so yeah, we'll see, but we'll have a full report. Although I think they they actually let all the movies run out till Labor Day and then pick your winner. So oh, they should can I put g- Maleficent back? Money. Well, no, you can't start anything else. What's oh. in there just gets as much money as it can till you're done. Mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. Guardians might have a big second week. Yeah, well, that's that belongs to somebody else. Oh, that's we not, I couldn't. I think it's Fred. See, Mowry's. there's two He's of us who are playing. Oh. There's two <laughs> of us who are playing a lot, and then there's everybody else who picked teams that are no longer in the running. However, the good news is, I know he doesn't have it, so he doesn't have Guardians, well, Fred, and I don't have Guardians, and Fred's not going to beat either. Well, Fred of us. did chime in with, "I, the, I believe in the Guardians." Uh, of course, they would have to make four hundred million dollars for him to take for first place. Yeah, yeah. Ninety-four <laughs> was good and all, but yeah. that didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, and who so has the hundred foot journey? Who has the hundred foot journey <laughs> opening at the Sundance? You know, Five oh, we'll this talk weekend. about that later yeah. as well. Uh, now, fresh <laughs> off, uh, I thought Tom Cruise was in it. I thought he was in it. That's why I picked it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fresh <laughs> off the release of last week's Guardians of Winning You Over, despite your initial concerns, <laughs> comes everything you hate about movies in 3D. It's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Adam, let's talk about it. Me? I like turtles. Uh, <laughs> oh, good choice. Wiki, 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 wiki. We just invented rap. That's what that says to me. <laughs> we just invented rap. Wiki, 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 wiki. It was, yeah, it was about seven years old by the time Vanilla Ice kicked in. Hilarious. Wait, this is for the second movie, right? This, yes. And this should be played for everybody that's like, I don't know. I think they fucked up the turtles. I'm like, have you seen any of the other movies? Right? <laughs> I do believe. Yeah. Secret of the Ooze, Paul. Yeah. Secret of the Ooze. That is the, yeah, that is the title. But that is also the porn title. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, the sci-fi yeah. action movie that appealed to the whole family without insulting it, while being filled with a surprising amount of heart and humor? Well, overly branded Sledgehammer to the Head is also a movie and would like you to see it as well. TMNT, as mom and dads call them in their failed attempts to sound cool, is the big screen reboot of the cartoon you grew up with. No matter what age you are, that's how long this property's been hanging out. (laughs) When we watched the trailer for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the iTunes trailer page listed no description available. So if you're wondering what this movie is about, read the title again. (laughs) But it does feature all of your favorite cartoon characters, Raphael, Michelangelo, Donatello, Leonardo, and Megan Fox. Whoopi Goldberg also appears, because why not? And in order to bring a Fichtnerian feel to the film, <laughs> William Fichtner also stars. That is the best way to get a Fichtnerian feel in your movie, by the way. Just put him in the thing. If you're thinking for a second about giving this Mutant Turtles outing the benefit of the doubt, let me remind you again, it's produced by Michael Bay. And if there's one thing we know about Michael Bay, it's that he thinks you're dumb. In fact, the original tagline for this was, Hey, dumbass, here's some stuff. (laughs) Whereas the Guardians of the Galaxy was based on a comic so obscure that the film had to be advertised and succeed on its own merits of story and character, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is just a thing that will not shut up, no matter how long you live or how many times you think you've outlived it. If you felt a slight seismic shift last week, that was the Earth moving into an orbit where a movie like this is no longer acceptable. (coughs) Every time a Marvel movie comes out, the population at large declares they're tired of those movies. But I think what they really mean is they're tired of these movies. This isn't your child's Ninja Turtles. No, this Ninja Turtles has all the violence and sexual innuendo. Wait, this is your child's Ninja Turtles. The moral of the story here is kids, eat your pizza. And they seem to be getting the message, as most kids today are shaped like turtles. (laughs) Oh, and this just in. It's already made a billion dollars in China before opening. So there you go. No time to write the plot. We'll just write commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know what it's about. I guess 
Shredder has New York in its stronghold, and the Nerd Turtles got to come out and yeah. kick everybody's ass. Well, there's like the Shredder armor, I think, is something that is stolen by Shredder, who's a person. I think is one of the things that was said, but mostly it's just snowboarding. I think the trailer I saw, right? <laughs> it's a lot of snowboarding because <laughs> that's what the kids are into. Because yeah. turtles are into that too. Yeah, I uh, used to do a lot of skiing as a kid, and you couldn't go anywhere without running into turtles. Well, they're they're, they're shells. Well, you can always just mm. fall backwards, and you'll still make it all the yeah. way to the bottom of the sure, hill. Sure, it's right? like a big giant sled. <laughs> you know what's interesting? In pulling the vanilla ice, yeah, uh, they do have uh, music sleds yeah. in the back. I saw a video <laughs> online for the vanilla ice uh, video, and in it are all the Henson puppets yeah. from the original couple of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. Yeah. They don't look that different. No. Like the CGI ones they have now don't look much different than the one than the Henson ones. Yeah, they've got know. smaller noses, weird. these new ones, I think. That looks a little awkward. Anytime so. you do anything in Hollywood, your nose gets they're, smaller. They're, <laughs> that's just how it is when you become popular. They're grungier. These guys are grungier. Yeah. These, these particular ones. I noticed when I was watching the trailer that their names are cooler, like Raph. Like, don't they make them shorter? Yeah, they've always had nicknames for themselves. So instead Raph, of Raph, Leo, Leo, Mikey, Mikey and Donnie, Donnie, yeah. they should start Donnie, a Mikey. band. No, like, yeah, I would say now it sounds Donnie, like Mikey, Boys to Men yeah. or something. Is there a big right. musical number in this one? They I'll are the boy that. band of of superheroes, they aren't are. they? Tur- um, turtles to turtles men. Turtles to men. Yeah, yeah kind of <laughs> came out in the late eighties, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's funny that people are like, uh, we're, we're up in arms about what Michael Bay... By the way, I'm going to go see this. I mean, I would piss all over it, but I, I, I love the Turtles. I loved them when I was a kid. and or No, I wasn't that much of a kid, but I've loved them for a while. <laughs> yeah. No, I did read the black and white comic years before the cartoon come out, came out, the, the Eastman and Laird comic, which was awesome. And then when the cartoon came out, it was just like this weird... You know how they say when like ships first came to America, like natives couldn't make out because they'd never seen them before? I remember what, seeing the cartoon for the first time, and I was like, this looks like that underground weird comic, but it can't be. But it, it, I And I just stared at the TV for a long time until it sunk in that like, oh, the Turtles is like a cartoon. In the early, like and the very first drawings that Eastman, Kevin Eastman shared with uh, Laird, whatever his first name is, uh, they they looked like the way the Simpsons looked in season one. Yeah, like they weren't quite there yet, but they're like, I got an idea. How's this? We're gonna we're gonna scratches it out and shows it to his buddy. Yeah, and then you see them kind of form into the turtles at that. But we have did now. you watch this as a child, Adam, or as a boy, as a kid? Yeah, because it does seem like I was they, like an early teenager. I think when they the cartoon amped came up out. the violence on this a bit, and I'm not sure who the audience is. <clears throat> I doubt there's gonna be blood. No blood. There'll be a lot of violence, but I don't think there'll be blood. A lot blood. of like, yeah, it'll be like winging guys in the shoulder. Yeah, you know. Oh, G.I. Joe violence. I mean, yeah, they are ninjas. They do have swords and stuff, so that's inherent in the characters, yeah. you know. Yeah, but so I'm just going to be a lot of stabbing. I mean, kids today, unless you're shooting up a school, they really don't care. Right? I don't know a lot They're of... not going to pay attention. you got to shoot up a school to get these kids' attention. <laughs> I, this is probably just a dumb question, because I don't know a lot about ninjas or Karen? turtles. Karen? You're in a They're safe thieves. room? They're safe Japanese room. No dumb questions. Japanese thieves. That's all ninjas are. But from what little I do know about about turtles, they move very slowly, and ninjas move very fast. <laughs> so I'm a little confused. I love it. That's the hook. This is what I know oh, about turtles. Yeah. Slow? It never slow, occurred to fast. me. The Here's what I know about ninjas. Fast. fast. I will tell you this. <laughs> I, I bet know. you they're a ninja. You're the marketing group that they are. They're so, they, they run this past people like Karen, and they're like, ugh. <laughs> We have to change the ending because she doesn't understand that turtles are moving fast. Okay. We have to do it. We, we screened it in a mall. It's valid. I have never, <laughs> Karen, I have never thought of that. I never Me put neither, that actually. together. That's a brilliant assessment. There are, the thing about ninjas is that there are probably a couple of them in this garage right now. Right? And there's probably no turtles. They're good. They're good. Right. Turtles we could catch. <laughs> <Be> <laughs> there's a turtle just walked across. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's get on to our next one. All film. right, well, that was exciting. Uh, how shall I up this weekend at the box office? <laughs> I don't know. Get on up or step up. Step Up All In is the fifth installment of the franchise that makes you think about it once a year. It's the your parents' anniversary of movies. <laughs> Shit, forgot Step Up's anniversary was this week. What's the five-year gift for a franchise movie? Is it paper? Or give it a half-ass preview? I think it's the latter, so yeah. here we go. Karen, let's do this. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, it seems like only yesterday that I was ignoring the first Step Up movie, and now look at this. The <laughs> franchise is all grown up and in 3D. For me to again give a cursory preview full of dubious facts and information gleaned from the title alone. As with previous Step Up movies, this one also has Step Up in the title. If the title is to be believed, Step Up All In continues a franchise tradition of having people step up. That is gleaned from the title. <laughs> Thank you. Also returning to the screen are the dance numbers and b-boying, for which the franchise is famous. B-boying is yes. what we used to call mm. breakdancing. But now I guess breakdancing is the N-word for b-boying. <laughs> it's another contest of who can grab their crotch more. I'm sorry. I mean, um, it's another contest of who can dance better. Mm-hmm. No, wait. I'm looking at the trailer again here, and I was right the first time. It's a contest of who can grab their crotch more. That pose, right? Boom. You got to grab it to make sure it's still there. From the trailer. It also seems that this movie has a really uh, has a reality show feel about mm-hmm. it. Gosh, I hope I don't have to text my vote about who stays and who goes, because if that's the case, I'm going to vote myself out of the audience. <laughs> but fear not. No plot was harmed in the making of this movie. But the real question is, and the real question we're all asking, yes. will there be a crew? No. The trailer... It's no movie without a crew. ...says yes. Wake up. This crew's not ready for L.A., man. So we're putting a crew together or what? Hell yeah. What do you mean? You're in our new crew. If we're going to be a crew, who's going to be in touch? I see you got yourself a new crew. I hear the good nights are the crew to beat. Honey, this should be called the movie crew. There you go. What were oh, we thinking? We are a crew. <laughs> we are totally hey. a crew. Step I think up, we found Adam. It, the title of this week's episode. Just the movie crew. Just so our viewers know. Yes, sir. That was gleaned from the preview. We haven't seen the movie yeah. yet. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's how many times they say crew right. in the trailer. They want to give you a preview of how many times they're going to say it in the movie. Take that times ninety-five minutes or whatever the legal minimum is. <laughs> you know, it's you know how they often say you see the best part in the preview. <laughs> we just saw. Most all the crews the in crews. the preview. Th- so. Those were the best crews. Those are the best ones. There may be some more. Does the J crew fight the, uh, the <laughs> Motley crew? The Motley crew? <laughs> the rowing crew team? Yeah. <laughs> the J crew. Uh, did you like 22 Jump Street? Well, you have the Step Up franchise to thank. Hmm. The first Step Up was famous because it launched the career of Channing Hot Ass Tatum. Mm-hmm. Will anyone from this new installment, whose name sounds like a butler, find fame outside of this movie? No. no. Here, there you go. Now, here in the States, mm-hmm. these movies were released with the rather tame and socially acceptable subtitles like Step Up to the Streets mm-hmm. and Step Up Revolution. But overseas, where people aren't so sexually uptight, yes. Step Up All In is a hint at the film's original titles. Mm. The first one was called Step Up Awkward Boob Grab, <laughs> and then Step Up Dry Hump. The third one was Step Up Just the Tip, leading inevitably to Step Up All In. Uh, And next year we will see the franchise's final installment, Step Up Balls Deep. (laughs) (laughs) And if you think we blew off this preview, check out Wikipedia's page for the film. (laughs) It is one line. Have you seen it? It's hilarious. A sentence and a cast and we're out. (laughs) That's it. We're out of here. I think they put a poster up there. Well, it's a movie, isn't it? Yeah, I Wikipedia. It's a movie. It's a movie. (laughs) When I was researching this, I was absolutely stunned to realize there are five of these. Yeah, I thought we thought there were four. How are there five? The three D. 
This, that's the one that got past us. Step so, Up 3D was the one we forgot. Yeah. Then Revolution the was four. Yeah, three, oh, okay. 3D, Step Up 3D. Yeah. Step and up the two, Revolution the is the one where they revolt. And the 3D <laughs> one is the one where the people are real and in life. Right. <laughs> okay. Re- revolution and then, yeah, after the revolution yeah. was Step Up Limit. Oh, I remember that revolution. I wonder if there's like, <laughs> it would be funny, like a, a, a old folks home full of Step Up, like war vets, you know, from the revolution. And <laughs> oh, and they all have pulled hamstrings and dancer revolution. injuries. Remember, yeah. Yeah. remember our crew? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember, remember our crew, remember our in, the crew in the revolution? <laughs> what was that? Oh, what if there's reenactors? Okay. Oh. <laughs> what was that Maybe step up movie. movie I liked from the 80s? Uh, the Fast one. Forward. Fast, Fast Forward. Fast Forward. That was I my saw favorite that one. That one I, I liked. I saw it in the theater. Oh, you, my mom oh. made me go see that. And I may, have, I may have brought this up before because Sydney I do have that Poitier. poster. Sydney Poitier directed that movie. <laughs> Wait, oh. was that a dancing movie? Yeah. Yeah, it's, they all bought like, a loft, right, and repainted it. Yeah, and they, I they went, this. And they got a couch from downstairs because yes. they were going to be a crew. Only oh they didn't say that. They know, just said back friends. in the day, they were going to be friends group, who had a dance group. Group of friends. <laughs> group of friends <laughs> who danced together. <laughs> yeah, in the '80s we called a crew fast a group of friends. <laughs> God, fast forward. Wait Thank you minute. for the title of that. You I like to, that movie. You need to map this out for me yes. because I was huge into breakdancing, yes. both the yeah. activity and the movie. Okay. What What did you know how to do? You moonwalked, of course. I could you moonwalk. could do the worm. I could did do you the have glide, a piece of wood or a piece of cardboard you'd bring out to <gasps> spin on? Not did you have the cartel record that showed you how to it do it? It was a piece of wainscoting. From uh, oh. my mom and dad's attic. Oh, that's even slipperier. Yes. That's better. Oh, that's it was good. Yeah. Except for it had a line in it, and if you would do your spin and you'd get into the look, because <laughs> Wayne's coating has like a groove every six to eight inches. That oh, yeah, sucks, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. You could mess up your back. You'd have these big bruises on your back. But where in the uh, arc of that? So where was fast forward? Uh, right Beat on Street, the cusp between I think. Beat Street and Breakdance. It was or? after. I think it was between. No, I, it was after Beat Street. I don't and think. But I don't think they two. were breakdancing. They so weren't breakdancing. Out of that canon. Oh. They were just eighties dancing. It was before rooftops. Okay. It was before <laughs> rooftops, but after breaking two electric you know, rooftops from West Side Story director Robert Wise, <laughs> also director of Star Trek and Motion Picture. It was from like the time period of yes. dancing like you were in Cats, where oh. you would just like do step, step, touch, step, and then like chasse a little bit and turn. So fame. Fame, type. yes. It's more fame. It's absolutely. more leg warmers and Ooh. less spinning on your back. Gotcha. More leg warmers, less headband. Yes. Okay. Today's dancers look pissed. Oh, they, they are they pissed. They get down on their knees yeah. and they're just like... Oh, yeah, they do the... They, they like, pump the air. They're pumping, yeah, they're picking their fist out. They're like going to fucking kill somebody. Yeah. And then if they got in a fight, I don't think they could. Remember Staying Alive, which featured dancing that nobody had ever done before or since? Oh, God. Or <laughs> since. <laughs> and that is why I remember Staying Alive. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's the most amazing movie. I want to do. Can we do a whole showcast on Staying Alive? We'll play clips from it. That's an astounding We should movie. all dress up like someone from Staying Alive. Uh, my get, sister and I. We can yes. get Frank Stallone in here. Yeah, oh, yeah. That around. He's not good. I met him. He's Lou, good you know Frank Stallone. Everybody knows Frank Stallone. He's a great me. guy. Killed me in my final episode, Walker. <gasps> he killed him in what? your final episode, Frank of Walker. Killed you and Walker. And, and Walker had to after twenty episodes of me being Walker's problem. Walker had to investigate my death. <gasps> oh, Walker had to shit. investigate your death. That's nice. amazing. He's a paisan. Texas Ranger. Frank uh, yeah. Walker, Texas Ranger. Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. Frank, Frank uh, yeah, did. He's a Great musician. I've seen him a bunch, and yeah, I've, I've talked to him and interviewed him. He plays a killer guitar. We oh. can get him in here. We'll do a whole Staying Alive play episode. Guitar. Dude, let's do a Staying Alive episode. The greatest opening image. I mean, I don't know what I mean by greatest, but it is just something. <laughs> right. Like that opening. Not counting just, 2001. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so uh, anyway. so that's staying alive. Staying alive. <laughs> staying alive. Stay go alive. see that. I They're gonna dance a lot. Go see staying we alive. We know to go see staying alive. That's what you've learned. The thing today. Is, well, well, let's say something serious about Step Uh-oh. Up to all of them for a second. Oh, they they probably are extremely go good dancers. I hope the editing allows us to see that. True, because I a lot of times you see a movie, a dance movie, and um, having worked in musicals with a lot of these people, they're fierce dancers, but then they film it in such a way that they cut away and you can't see them dance. Yeah, you know, that drives me crazy. You know, because for, for my job, I watched all those musicals with all those dance sequences to Super put together impressive. that uh, montage. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's amazing. Yes, old, prior to really like mid-80s or something like that, Absolutely hardcore tradition. Nobody ever wavered from a straight full shot of a dancer. Yeah, mm-hmm. you watched everything because otherwise, if there was any editing going on, you would think it had been faked. Yeah, and it's yeah. more impressive when you know. Adam sent me a video of a lady, uh, Eleanor. Uh, oh, yes. what's her Eleanor name? Powell. Eleanor Powell dancing with dancing her dog. With dog. Amazing. Which it sounds goofy, but if you watch that, Brilliant. it's probably four minutes of her not making any mistakes, tap dancing, doing aerobics and acrobatics, and dog dancing. Very little. Never, idea. yeah, really barely cut away. Yeah. Now they do stuff where the guy spins and they cut away, so you're not sure if he's able to mm-hmm. land that spin or if he fell out of it. I don't know. Yeah, I, I bet he could land and it. Strobe and all this. Yeah. It's tough to tell. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we got another film to discuss. It's called The 100 Foot Journey, oh. and it's got all the Lassie Hallstrom you'd expect from the director <gasps> of Chocolat. Oh. <laughs> no, not that last yeah, <laughs> It's about two Lassie. competing restaurants, one French, one Indian in the south of France. They serve up heaping helpings of oh snap as they try to outdo each other for customers. Let's play a clip where the leads discuss how good a, a new young chef is that cooks at the restaurant. Is he as good as I think he is? He's better. Added some spices. Why change a recipe that is 200 years old? Maybe 200 years is long enough. We are ready, we are young. We have oh, thank God this song's in a thing. <laughs> it's very Indian. It's traditional Indian song. <laughs> it's traditional Indian song. Wow, you know, the more I chew on this plot, the tougher it gets. Oh. Hey. You know, you're, you're right, Paul. I don't think this story is all that fresh. Hey. Paul, what do uh, Indian food in this movie have in common? Nobody's ever said that hit the spot about either of them. <laughs> oh, hey, you know what? We're going to have to send it back. Send it back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm seriously really looking forward to seeing this movie. The movie is just bathed in gold. It's produced by Oscar winners Steven Spielberg and Oprah Winfrey and written by Stephen Knight, the Oscar-nominated writer for Eastern Promises, whose film Lock you loved, and who we interviewed back in April at the Phoenix Film Festival. Plus, Oscar willin Helen Mirren is in the title role. And you like her. Don't tell me you don't like her. She was cool in red. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was naked in Excalibur. <laughs> What's not to like? Three-time Academy Award winner Hallstrom, nominee Hallstrom, brings another culture-rich story to the screen. And we should be praising this return of, to form after Hallstrom languished away on movies like Safe Haven and Dear John. Fucking Dear John. Mm. Love that show. I'm sorry. <laughs> he is now delivering us one heck of an intellectual romantic comedy. <laughs> So simmer on that for a while. (laughs) Thanks, Kara. All right, I'll take you to see this. But for now, we're going to take a break and be back in 10 seconds with this week's guest, Lou Temple. So everybody just hold on. We'll be back. And we are back with this week's guest, 
a regular on season three of The Walking Dead, and an actor who has appeared in The Devil's Rejects, yeah. The Lone Ranger, yeah. Unstoppable, uh-huh. Lawless. Yep. Lou Temple is with Lou us. Lou Temple, yay. Yay. Thanks for having me. How much Dude, fun is this? Thanks for coming. That was cool. It's more fun now that you're on this side. Yeah, we have fun here. You have a lot of fun. You, y'all don't even know how much fun this is. <laughs> well, we do a show every week. You're a busy guy, too. I'm looking at your IMDb, and there are 14 projects that are slated to be released, either in completed or pre-production form or something like that. So what of all those? They're all is... slated to be paid, too. They're all, they're my, my, my accountant has their uh, invoice for all Is that all good of or those. bad? Are you optimistic? You got all this I, money coming in, or are you like, can we I'm, pay me already? I just started the swimming pool. I got the bulldozers, yeah. Yeah, so I'm opti- I'm like Chevy Chase. I built the swimming pool. Didn't get the bonus. Ah. <laughs> I'd have to kill somebody. So uh, what? Nice. So what is next then of all those things? Uh, what should be looking forward to? I'm I've, I'm excited about I I have some serious stuff. Uh, this heavy book, Ayn Rand. I always say Ann, but it's right, Ayn Rand. That's what I thought. It's Ayn. Ayn. Yeah, it is. There's Ayn Rand Ayn Rand. Atlas Shrug coming out September the sixth. Oh, this is part uh-huh. three. This right? is part three. Three. Who is John Galt? And uh, that was exciting to be part of, whether you subscribe to her politics or, or philosophy or not. But it is a big literate piece uh, that has an amazing following. So it was fun to be uh, a part of. Uh, we'll say that it's the third installment, and it's um, it's been recast each time, which could be novel, uh, but probably is not. Or could but go see it anyway. Or could be The Young and the Restless. It's fairly confusing. That's what I was going to say. So you're not in the first two. Uh, but your no. character is in the first two. He is. Oh, so you're one of the recasts. All right. No, no doubt. So yeah, this gotcha. brings up an interesting, interesting point. So I often do a lot of musicals that have been done a thousand times, sure. and then you know how other people have done them. Yeah. But you could actually go back and watch your part played by other people. Do you even bother? Do you do I that? Would, if I'd have done that, I wouldn't take it the role. I would oh, not really? have taken the role. No. Yeah. Not that the, just because, uh, yeah. Who, who, are, who are you playing? Dagny Taggart? See, yeah. I know some of the names. I was in college. <laughs> I read that book. It, it's such a Sounds college like piece. It's yeah. very idealistic thinking, and, yeah. it, and you're going to change the world. And mm-hmm. it, it only lands from about 21 to um, 23. Uh, but then you have to get a job. But these days, kind of you've already shot up a school by then. So, oh, yeah. You know, oh, you're oh, really oh, a theme oh, of our show today. Might, or at least play one of those video games where that's the goal. Which I also I have a movie coming out about that as well called Camouflage, which is an incredibly interesting conspiracy theory. Oh, uh, oddly that in in that event that was Aurora. Yeah. Um, it's based colleges on colleges today don't have the funds to have a, a counseling, mm-hmm. so they job yeah. it out, and that uh, that uh, has been offered uh, that. Uh, it's been infiltrated, the counseling by a terrorist sect. And on that day, there were 14 suicides, which did not uh, complete task of shooting up someplace. Mm -hmm. This is a theory on Aurora. Yeah. And uh, uh, I did some due diligence. It's like some departed shit. It's it's deep cover There's some grassy knoll there. Uh, I'm not, you know, so... um, What's the name of this again? Camouflage. Camouflage. You'll say more great glowing things about it once they pay you, right? Seems like. Yeah, right. I'll be on all these things. Uh, so does it take place like on the day? And is it about the other things that were supposed to happen? Leading on the up, day of Aurora? leading up on the day. And I play the counselor that sort of sets the the wheel in motion. And um, and you know how you should deal with bullying? Get a gun. 
Kick him uh, That's yeah. the counselor's solution. Yeah, right. Very clean. Get, get a big gun. USA. Yeah, right. Wow. Uh, I, I could I punch just, a hole in that theory you, that kids just, are organized. I just had a movie called uh, Night Moves that came out. Did I was anyone? just going to say that yeah. came out in May, right? Yeah, that was fun. It, but, uh, I was really I, I was excited about that and a really highbrow cast, and they were great. And Kelly Reichert is, is, is smart and funny. Um, Jesse Eisenberg in that, right? Jesse is, uh, I like him in real. Rio? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you were a cartoon voice. Weren't you in, uh, I did I did Mr. Ferguson Rango, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, Beans, it's Mr. Mermack down at the bank. <laughs> One of my favorite things. I never watched Turtles growing up. What kind of boys were watching Turtles? Really? I actually yeah. have a question right? for you, Adam. Adam. Yeah. I have a question about your voice and, and your accent. Yeah. Um Karen had asked you you're from Houston. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you're from Texas, and, and so part of Louisiana cast, originally. So but part yeah. of your cast ability is your accent. Are you yeah. afraid about losing it uh, and living here? Yes, uh, to a point. And then um, that's why you wear cowboy boots, right? <laughs> to remind you, that way I can't sneak out the bottom of his feet. <laughs> Where you done come yeah. from? It, I can't. Uh, when some of these movies pay me, I'll buy some new shoes. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't mean to rain on your parade. No, I do. One of the cool things in a drought, that Billy Bob Thornton offered was uh, uh, hold on to what you know, what you got, and you ain't got much, but you have a pretty good accent. Is that one of his songs? Uh, that was one of Lyle. Merle Haggard did that one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just doing some research on Billy Bob because his birthday's coming up, and he was uh, he has room to talk. He was told to. He would never make it as an actor because he was too ugly. Yeah. And he had to find a way to uh, get his own projects, and that's why he wrote Sling Blade yeah. and yeah. directed it. So, who told um, him that, Karen? Who told him that? Oh, I, I knew it was a director. Was it? Because I, yeah. I, I've heard this story, and I thought it was. Step up. Uh, it was a director. <laughs> step up. He said, well, You're not going to make it in my crew because you're too ugly. <laughs> so, why don't you write your own movie? So, he was like, oh, I'll write Sling Blade. But yeah, I think it's very important to find something that is essentially you, and then keep it, and then sell the shit out of it and get yeah, your money. But I'm I'm, I'm big with accents, meaning if I if I live somewhere long enough, I know I would be Madonna. I don't give her <laughs> shit because I know that would happen to me inside of a weekend. You would pick up the accent, rightio, right? You would so, turn British yeah. overnight. So I, how but, do you but, how do you yeah, manage? Yeah, but that? I will say it? that uh, honestly, because uh, there there is that pigeon hole, um, and uh, it, it it can be a bit of a, a, a trap. You can fall into that, uh, you know, that bag of tricks. And and then you miss some cool stuff like, you know, like Unstoppable. You know, that that was a Northeast guy, Connie, you know, Connie Hooper. You know, that was more of that Pennsylvania guy, which was so much more fun. And they still put a redneck song over my montage. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Scott still put Alan Jackson over my... Uh, so, apparently, I'm not very good. But that... the, the South but, of New York. But a, uh, yeah, give an accent. I was yeah. going to say, I'm from Western New York, and your accent is uh, um, very close to what we've got going on. And we're not really Southern, we're just redneck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. I mean, I well, know yeah, that, uh, that this accent is, an, is, is a everywhere. redneck accent. Yeah. What do we What do we call that? Pensa, Pensatucky yeah, up there. It got. really is. Yeah, it's kind of kind of weird. It's so. real slow, and I want to get my gun and all that. But getting back to the cartoons and not watching the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched this one, uh, Robin Hood. I adored Robin. I'm older. You mean y'all. Disney? The Disney, Disney Robin, Robin yeah, Hood. That's a okay. Classic. So there, uh, the sh- the sheriff of Nottingham <laughs> was in that, and um, that voice is always my favorite to do. So I did that. <laughs> so that's your Rango voice. That's, the, that's yeah. Rango, and um, his name was Pat Buttram, and he uh, 
He had a great voice. There was an, also a guy like him, Andy Devine, oh. which had, was also very was good. Was that the guy who was in Back to the Future Part 3? No, Andy Devine was. Who was the guy? Because there was one guy who, you know, he, he says his name is Clint Eastwood, and at one point he won't go out and fight the Biff. <laughs> so someone in the, in the thing got with that voice goes, you don't go out and fight, people are going to say Clint Eastwood's the biggest yellow belly in all the uh, West. That was, <laughs> that's a great line. That was, and it's one of those classic Western dudes who says yeah. it. I don't know if it was uh, ever. Um, and then the other voice I did was Sergeant Turley, which um, I modeled after uh, Uncle Joe in Petticoat Junction. Uh, oh. So these are old references. <laughs> yeah, Petticoat, yeah, that's going way back. They were on rerun. But you know what I'm into lately? Yeah, how, how come we haven't done anything with Johnny Quest? Oh, I used to love Johnny Quest. Right? Yeah. 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 Boy, when they that. first invented cable, that was like the greatest thing. My grandparents were early adopters, like 1980. And all of a sudden, there was this wealth of new cartoons that I'd never seen before. Yeah. Because it was all on like TBS, I think. Yeah, Superstation. And then all of a sudden, it was like Johnny Quest. And then there was a Spider-Man cartoon. And I was like, there was just like all these new cartoons. 1964, was that was built. It was so cutting edge. And it was built as a documentary cartoon. It was Johnny it Quest? Was, it was uh, Hannah and Barbera. You know, they yeah. had done bears and and lovable uh, happy things take a bear to lunch yeah you'll get uh, <laughs> yeah uh, wait we got one more movie to get to actually, yeah please we please uh, chatting, uh, uh, chatting i'll talk we'll talk more with you in a sec right. but uh, we got one more release it's a busy weekend at the multiplex so uh join us now as we talk about uh, oh hang on a sec oh did you uh, tell lou the emergency uh, procedures the emergency. The what is that system. yeah it's the emergency uh, it's no big. Okay. Well, this I hope this is only a, a test. Is this only a, a test? Yeah, it's it never is not just a test. Sorry, Lou. Sometimes this happens in the middle of the is show. This we a get drought, a warning. A drought warning. Yeah. We interrupt <laughs> this program. Oh. The Office of Civil Defense has issued the following message. That's okay, weird. That. It's an Amber Alert. <laughs> Jamie's it's a, missing. It's only appropriate we should hear that because our next film is Into the Storm. Oh, that makes oh, sense. The I... Weather Channel original production based on the climate event of the same name. Lee, here we go. Into the Storm tells the story of a lonely storm who had no friends and wandered the troposphere looking for love until it happens upon a small town it decides to make its home. Or maybe this movie is told from the human's point of view and it tells their story. But you certainly wouldn't get that from the trailer. And as far as the humans go, they, all, they are in a small town of Silverton, Oklahoma, enjoying various summer activities like high school graduation making YouTube stunt videos, and neglecting to take acting classes. When a series of twisters, the likes of which have never been seen since, well, since Twister. Yeah. Unless, of course, you, you count the day after tomorrow, yeah. and really, who would? Well, there's a scene where the twister hits an airport, demolishing the runway and throwing planes all over the place. You can learn more plot details about this film at the hashtag Too Soon Malaysia. <laughs> hashtag Too Soon Oklahoma. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, right. The film was shot on location in Detroit, and the special effects were added in later by Hollywood visual effects companies. So feel free to add your own Detroit looks like it was hit by a tornado joke and rain is nothing more than a special effect in Los Angeles this summer joke here. <laughs> How did you get this made? Run into an executive's office and say, Discovery Channel Storm Chasers, the movie! <laughs> we won! The Sci-Fi Channel is already cashing in on the storm-themed movie with the release of Stormnado. Wait, I guess that's just another way of saying tornado. So, you know, never mind. But Lee, it does look in this trailer as if the tornadoes are plotting against us. They seem to be following our heroes around. Ooh. They're smart-nados. Oh. This will never get old. Actually, <laughs> the ABC Family Channel is the one cashing in on the storm-themed movie with their release of Teen-Nado. 
It drops teens into your home where they slack off, eat your food, play video games, and until they leave the, your house littered with Cheetos and smelling of dirty feet. Got any other NATO movies that I put to the table that we should Well, Terror Reed NATO. Terror Reed NATO. Well, I didn't know that bit thing. was coming up, but yeah, they, uh, the, yeah. Sorry, I might have blown that with uh, the Terror Reed NATO. You can't beat Terror Reed NATO. All right, so we can't deny that this is a star-studded movie trailer. All the sound effects you know and love for movies that have already made money are found here, resulting in a true sound exploitation masterpiece of a preview. Why, there's from Inception. Remember that? There's from Transformers Dark of the Moon. <laughs> and from Battleship. <laughs> Put them all together and you get the Into the Storm trailer. Run! <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite! Run! Run! Uh, <laughs> You know, Paul, the only thing missing from this title seems to be Irwin Allen Presents. There you go. Talk about an old reference. There's a reference. (laughs) Irwin Allen Presents. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask for all of the people out there that are like me. Who's Irwin Allen? Yeah, thank you, Karen. Thank you. (laughs) Towering Inferno. Okay. Uh, The Swarm. The Swarm. He he, he was a producer in the 70s. All he made were disaster movies. He knew his thing. Roller coaster. Screw it. I'm the Chris (laughs) Tucker of uh, producing. I think I've seen some of those. What was the one where the the piece of uh, construction equipment went nuts on people? It was like Uh Killdozer. Was that him? Killdozer. What's that him? I don't think so. No, no. He did the high. Natural disasters. No, what about the ants? Did he have the the big the the red them the red ants? No, they were just regular ones. uh, uh, Fire ants. What's that called? Fire down below. Uh, Aunt NATO. <laughs> Adam, you're actually thinking of... Oh, no, that's my aunt. She, a bunch of ants fly around and right. give me checks for $5 they, to your birthday. <laughs> Pie they flies just keep around. kissing an old, you. An old chewy mints yeah. fly just around everywhere. Constant asking if you'd like something while she's up. Before, <laughs> before bad we patterns to, all over the, the hillside. Before we have to get into a retraction next week, Adam, I think you're thinking of crane in the ass. That was it. <laughs> Not Killdozer. Right. <laughs> Green in the ass. You don't have the Grandpa no, Kai? Cr- okay. That was don't. nice, actually. <laughs> Green in the ass. And there you combine a- Crane in the ass, Killdozer, and a couple other things to form the Constructicons, right? <laughs> Thank you. There was the some sort of disaster later, movie where a plane was coming into the terminal and it w- easy karen what was that plane into the terminal oh, movie oh that's like airport 77 yeah that was so scary but i i don't know how that kept my attention and it says they use the same shot in airplane right yes. yeah is that erwin allen i don't know i was thought that's hey, what i was thinking hey did erwin allen do that movie about the train that was run away train and, in the ass and, 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 <laughs> and uh, wait they, and were you in it you, they had to go that. oh yeah <laughs> Unstoppable? I think you were in that. that. There were kids in a bus. Right. I remember with that. Cameron? Yeah. Um, whenever we were preparing for your your coming on the show, we were talking about different movies you've been in, and Paul said Unstoppable. I'm like, wait, that's the one with the kids on their tracks. And Paul, because we've done that on our show before, we talked about that movie. He goes, Yeah, you did a weather forecast about the train. Because <laughs> in our show, <laughs> we. Show we yeah. Treated it like it was a morning talk show, and I did oh, a whole right. weather we forecast a, about your train. I have to show you that. We That'd did be a, fantastic. It was funny. Yeah, Stephen Lewis wrote that sketch, I think, yeah. right? Brilliant sketch in which we did a, because it was the same week that a Harrison Ford morning show movie M- came out. Morning yeah. Glory or something. Yeah, and he did a morning show. He formatted yeah. it, and so the weather mm. report was all was movies delivered in the form of a weather report, right? Well, the oh, weather perfect. report was about was about that horrible movie. Oh, Dark Skies or whatever. Falling. Yeah, where and aliens And then Stephen was covering you. He was man on the street. That was the traffic report. 
Yeah. Traps but unstoppable. But the unstoppable was unstoppable. So we're back to the weather, into the storm. Yes. There, you go. there we go. Good. Full this circle. Guy. Well, speaking of which, guy, uh, right here. we here at the Movie Guys have a term we like to use in the Movie Guys-apedia. It's called a Paxton. Hmm. Now, oh, this yeah. refers to any actor whose dominant characteristic is his or her inability to do anything which threatens to upstage a shitload of Hollywood's best explosions and special effects. Good. See also Bill Pullman in Independence Day or Matthew Broderick in Godzilla. So you're probably saying to yourself... How can I be a Paxton, Paul Preston of the movie guys? <laughs> well, let's see exactly how and hold some Into the Storm auditions with the folks right here at the oh, table. Awesome. Okay. I'd love to audition for that. Because I mean, Into the Storm is full, is full of Paxtons. Oh, okay. right? No Matt Damon's or Will Smith's in this movie. I'll play the sound effects Are from... Are you saying from, that from Matt Walsh is not one of our most bankable <laughs> actors? I happen to know that man. Yeah, I'm like Matt. Yeah, Matt Walsh is all right. I'll play the sound effects and you see how well you can deliver your lines knowing you're in a storm. Okay? Oh, okay. So remember not to upstage the expensive special effects. So uh, you got you got the sure. I got some monologues here from All Poseidon, right. uh, Towering Inferno. Towering Inferno. Right, Adam, you start so we know what's going on. I'll do Towering on. Inferno. All, All right. right. All right. So <laughs> oh, and I can deliver this. However, right? I, I, yeah. I'm not Just sure know there's a storm going we'll on. There is a storm going on. This All right. is how we Wait a minute. Do. But we don't want to pull from the special effects. Right. Correct. What's the direction? Wow. There's a lot to think. Get your about. point across. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. But don't upstage. Do not. Okay. These are expensive Stage sound effects. Special effects. Okay. And by the way, Lou is an industry professional. If anybody does a good job here, he might put in a word with okay. one of his many directors. Now works I'll tell Wes Anderson. There you oh. go. He hates actors. Perfect. <laughs> so there's no pressure. Just don't be an actor and you should be fine. Good. Be, be. Uh-oh. That sounds scary. Please, please, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. You'll have to move back into the promenade room and we'll be taking you down by the scenic elevator. Now these express elevators, please, people, these express elevators can be activated by fire, and with the probability of short circuits, the cars might stop on the floor where there is fire. So please, we'll use the scenic elevator. That just sounds threatening and horrible. You I did, did great, but did that sounds horrible. Did good. I distract? No, you yeah. weren't distracting. Cool. Was that OJ? Not a lot of McQueen or OJ? <laughs> 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 it's very OJ. You know, Paul and I actually were caught in a tornado once, and I just want to throw this out there that... When we were in this tornado and we were hunkered down in these, uh, they were the area that the... Uh, they were the stables. Stables yeah. for the guys who ride the horses. Anyway. Storm, jockeys. Jockeys. Jockeys quarters. The storm catchers. Storm catchers. We ran in from storm being troopers. outside storm and then catchers. the tornado hit and you can't hear shit. So this whole I'm talking to you mm, and we're I, like, I, grab I my hand. I might have heard you too well, Adam. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> You can't true. hear anything. Adam and I were Points in a tornado off. together. You can't hear because of the yeah. wind. Down in Alabama. And could you hear each other? It's it's we rain. We weren't talking then. No, we weren't. Oh, you didn't. You guys were having a fight, a lover's dispute. <laughs> Lee, you want to give it a go? What disaster movie um, will be doing a monologue This from? will be a scene. Can you do a monologue from Evansville? Can you hear me? This will be a scene from <laughs> Volcano. Oh, we that's Volcano. a good one. Volcano. Volcano. Now, a good one. I listened to what Adam did. I, I took a few notes. I think I'm going to be able to give you what you're looking All right, for, Paul. <clears throat> All right. Uh, listen up, people. Um, <laughs> but, but just let me, let, me, let me tell you what's south of us, if you don't mind. Okay, so... No more museums or department stores, just, you know, small. If we turn right, look, they're just going to be defenseless. I don't, okay, so if you don't like my plan, that's fine. I don't, don't want to interrupt you, but just give me another one. We're, we're just not backing out, that's all. Let's go, go ahead with whatever you got there. I, yeah. I got that. I think that. I think yeah, the wind I believed really, you. Right? No, no one is, is choosing. There's a lot of comfort. 
Yeah. I yeah. wasn't worried about you the storm. You weren't worried about it. I wasn't yeah. worried. See, but about everything down south. Oh, man. Because I was Because that's not going. what I was going for. I, I wanted was going to give... for Montgomery Wards tomorrow. <laughs> you know, and apparently it's gone. I was trying yeah, to give the wind reference night. Oh. <laughs> trying Montgomery to give the wind its room. Ward. That's what I was trying Karen, to do. Karen, who are you going to do? I, uh, who haven't I done yet? Well, Twister has Karen, I'll do Twister because it has like whoa and stuff Just remember who the star is here. Oh, it's the storm, right? It's the storm. I tried to give it room. Do I have to do two different, two different voices since it's two different characters? I'm confused. No, do do one of the do one of the other. Do one the second. The do both. You're trying but, out for both. Do the second. We're trying out for urgent. both. It's oh, the urgent? turtle okay. and the ninja again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one's a ninja, one's a turtle. When's it gonna be enough, huh? How close can, do you have to get? Talk to me. No, things gone wrong. You can't explain it. You can't predict it. Killing yourself won't bring back your dad. Sorry he died, but it was a long time ago. Gotta move on. Stop living the past and look at what you've got right in front of you! A fucking tornado! I that ended was, the end. That I improvised. Was too good. You improvised. Too good. I improvised. Too good. But you were no. accurate. It was it a tornado. Was really good. I was drawn to you. I forgot there was here's a Here's the problem with that, that one. That was actually Paxton. That's that was cool a Paxton, and here's yeah. the thing. I did it all wrong, because he goes, there's a tornado. It's hey, gonna eat your food. He knows how not to upstage. But I'm yeah. standing in front of a tornado. But you brought something different to me. <laughs> so I, yeah, I tried to do the opposite of a pax, and I failed. You blow no. it, uh, Lou. You want to give it a go? Yeah, I'm gonna do one. Uh, He's got his memorized. Well, wait, did, wait, I'm did you say you're gonna do one from Ch Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre? Which Lou is in <laughs> the the original. I'll, uh, I I was the original um, Sheriff Hoyt who already uh, took my identity. The original. Uh, <gasps> Identity theft uh, by blowing off my head, taking my sheriff's uniform, and and, and moving yeah, on. Has anybody so, seen that at the beginning? No one saw that one. But Jonathan Liebsman <laughs> no, did direct it. Uh, Jordana Brewster was in it, and Brad Form, the producer, married her. Um, I like Jessica it's Biel. And it is great. I, know, I love that you know everybody. I love this. This is Texas Chainsaw, a new beginning? Or is Texas no, Chainsaw by. Origin, the beginning, yeah. The or, second one that the Platinum Dunes did, yeah, right. after which is the, great. The we don't know the name of it. But speaking of Texas Chainsaw, I will say this. I saw today that Mar Marilyn Burns passed. I saw that too. Sixty-five. We just talked about the 40th anniversary of that on the show a couple weeks ago. All right. I'll do this for her, yeah. Do it for Marilyn. I'm excited to see how to do this. Man told me you could bring a horse to orgasm. Just by using these two fingers. Whoa, shit. I'd like to meet the fella that invented that. Shake his hand. I don't know why you're staying around this old town. There ain't much going on. Hell, I'm moving to Michigan. They got work up there. Shit, Marie. There it is. You stay here. I'll let you know if I need you. Uh, Yay. I saw the wow. storm. I did. Yeah, reacted to it. I don't know. That's hate, why you're I hate a pro. to tell everyone else to tip, but that's the guy I'm hiring. I know. Lou doing a monologue from Chainsaw Massacre. That makes me so happy right now. Now, I'm Lou, so how long ago did you do that show? <laughs> oh, man. How do you still that memorized? John, John Liebsman was, uh, that was one of his first gigs. He hasn't hired me since. <laughs> no battle over. Wait till he hears this, then he'll be like, "I should bring that guy back." Director of Turtles is. Uh, yeah, he he hiring turtles. <laughs> well, you can do. You a should turtle do voice. Donnie Johnny Quest. There I you could go. do a turtle voice. 
Has well, anyone seen Shredder? <laughs> He's low down and mean. <laughs> All right, it's it is Lou Temple time. Lou Let's Temple. Uh, take a deep dive here into our special guest, find out everything he's about. And I want to ask you the question we ask yes. every guest who's on our show: What is your favorite movie of all time? Oh, It's a Wonderful Life. Oh. Yeah, oh. not, not the first time we've heard that. that. Not the yeah. first no, that's time we've a good heard one. that. I, I would well, love to classic. say anything else, but I can't. That is so Capra esque. What is it yeah. about that that makes it so Capra esque? Uh, <laughs> it's by Frank. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. okay. Well, I guess yeah. <laughs> I, it's just this the 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 arc. The sentimentality, the bygone times, uh, just also, all the manipulation of that time of film that still can hold up, and that we get to see it every year. You had what, you watch what it every else? Christmas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. hell yeah! And I don't points. Even, for it's not my seeing... Christmas. Yeah, I get rid of my family. Y'all go to bed or, <laughs> or go see your in-laws. Somebody else. I don't care. No, I'm I like gonna... that Lou didn't name a movie he was in because I would have done that with his. I films. was in it. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't you remember? I was yeah. in that part three. Yeah, part if I was in the recast, movies, the new beginning. <laughs> right, that's I would, true. I like that movie. Uh, it's one of my favorite, hol- hol- I, especially holiday films. I love the verdict. I, I, I'm a big Paul Newman guy, oh. so I, I love uh, um, Mister Making It Look Easy. Right? Yeah, Just, I like mm. Cool Hand, but uh, um, the verdict's got more. Uh, verdict. There's something there. It, it's, it's David all Mamet's script, stuff. first of all. Yeah, yeah, that's a David Mamet script. Horror films. I often get asked my favorite horror film, and I always answer Rosemary's Baby. Oh. Oh, that's a great one because that's kind of my thing. It's just it, it in the head. That slow burn. Yeah, it's I, also kind of a I, slow burn, right? I just <laughs> think the madness or what's in your mind is scarier than what's really out. There. I, I hate to say this where America is listening and beyond, but uh, I'm in movie jail. Uh-oh. Oh, you haven't seen? I've never seen Rosemary's Baby. We have a thing called Movie Jail. If you yeah. haven't seen the movie, that's, oh, that's like a okay. classic. Yeah, you're in Movie Jail, and I'm in Movie Jail for that one. You got to see it. I finally broke out of Movie Jail on that one like two years ago, and uh, it's you got got to watch it all the way through. Not one you can just watch a yeah. scene, watch a scene, watch a scene because it just oh, yeah, yeah. I it don't, builds. You, I don't do that. And this, well, that's true. I wouldn't. Do that's that. true. I'm talking to other people, <laughs> I guess, who might not have seen it. But that is a movie where <laughs> you really are so put in her position that there's a mistrust that is built that is not there at all at the beginning. And then what what happens is uh, she, uh, her husband, played by uh, one of my favorite actors, uh, John Cassavetes. Cassavetes, yeah. I love Cassavetes. And um, he befriends, who is it? He befriends the neighbor. Yeah. And then they suggest a, a, a doctor to deliver the baby. Uh, right? Yeah. No, I haven't and, seen it yet either. So. Oh, well, but, I just but added it to my list. Yeah, Lou just giving me a list Karen, of movies to watch. You, you got to see yeah, it. We should uh-huh. watch that. You, you know what? Because as a female, great. it's even got to be more freaky because she, you know, as, as obviously there's a finite amount of time until you're having a baby. Oh, yeah. And it is the insecurity ramps up in that nine months to she, it is just out of control that, that someone else is, uh, is delivering this baby and perhaps is turned it into the devil. I guess a, a demon baby. Yeah, it's good. Really impressive. You know what's interesting? Uh, the storm thing was fun in the audition, but I'm <laughs> sitting here and it feels like because uh, I've sat here amongst all of y'all before, but uh, there's a resemblance on this table. I don't know my resemblance, but uh, it's it's hard for me. But uh, people that I've sat with, Alice, Alice, and Jenny. I'll take that. Thank oh, you. But there's someone else. There's someone else there. John Saxon. Oh, you do look some... a little like John Saxon. <laughs> That's a cool thing to look like. Uh, <laughs> Who yeah, do I look you, like? I, that makes me uh, Gore Verbinski, oh. the director. Oh. Wow. Oh. I'll Frank. take Gore Verbinski. Got an Academy Award. Right. Uh, and you're in an Academy Award winning film. Yeah, we, we won an Academy. Kind of glossed over that, didn't we? Seth MacFarlane. 
Oh, oh, oh you right. do have Seth. The only interesting thing about him, I watch Family Guy. I do not laugh. I watch He's him do wonderful. anything. He makes me laugh. Uh, I'm completely the opposite. You are. I am. Uh, <laughs> well, I didn't like his latest film, but yeah. most of the time when he's on a talk show, I find him. He did find a million funny. ways to die in the West in yeah. that movie. That yeah. was a, how many times could yeah that was. Yeah. By the way, I'm a fan of Lone Ranger. I th- I, th- yeah. I I like Lone Ranger. I'm such I a Lone it. Ranger. Okay, here's a question. Yeah. Are you a Lone Ranger fan from way yes. back when you were kids? Yes. Me too. Yes. And that comes along with that cable we, thing too. Like yeah. that was Lone Ranger time. I think this was we didn't we made Tonto. Yeah. We didn't make the Lone Ranger. So. Oh really? Uh, no, yeah. I th- I thought the Lone Ranger it was, was. I really it, liked. It, it was that, three parts. You know, we had the Pecking Paw Wild Bunch in the front end. Yeah. Then we kind of had the Keystone Cops with Army and Johnny in the middle, and then it was the Great Train Chase. Oh, the, the Great, great train, train Chase. chase. Yeah, well, that, that is part called part unstoppable. Is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Again, <laughs> unstoppable. I mean, I went from chasing a train on <laughs> a red truck to chasing a train on a red horse. You know, and you're a horse guy, right? Yeah, so you can actually ride. That, I was, I was in heaven. It was That's the best cool. experience. Of, I mean, regardless how the movie did, and it, it did really well overseas. Um, <laughs> Thank you, China. Uh, well, that, yeah, being on the set was that movie like negatively reviewed before it was done. Yes, and uh, did you feel that on the set? Uh, not on the set, but when we would go out to do press. Before the movie was made, we were feeling it. Oh, yeah. we, were, we, we were working against. We were going to get beat up. Um, That's not fair. Before we got going, and I, I do think it's. I think in twenty years it'll be called a classic. Yeah. I love it. What you were saying, and so I, I, we we it, it was it was not an easy thing, but it was a great experience. I mean, it was a boy's dream or even a girl's yeah. dream. I mean, being, it's Lone Ranger. I mean, I was. That's I was what on I was when I went to the theater. I'm like, I'm watching the Lone Ranger. How am I going to be upset about this? I was so <laughs> far out in places on a horse that they had to food drop from helicopters they oh, couldn't no. even get us i mean no it was so, and we were so far out we would camp out at night well, let's not go back in mm-hmm. and that and, is totally a boy's just, life it was great and the the guys were great and it it was uh it was a thrill i and do I'm, have a question though yes if, please. if i were to take my glasses off would yeah. i look a little more like tom cruise <laughs> <laughs> i'm just because because you're really looking at me with the glasses wait really you like know what cruise. now that you mention it yeah. uh Tropic Thunder. All right. There you go. There you go. Tom Cruise, right? Tom Cruise. Good save, Lou. Good save. Damn. Nice job. That backfired, didn't it? Kind of. (laughs) I'm I'm digging the Gore Verbinski. I like this. That's a cool... He is a cool dude. Yeah, I love um, his career. Uh, Another film you were in, uh, Lawless. You just look like I like as well. Yeah. I think Hillcoat's a cool director. Really good. Whatever he puts out is always something... uh, He has... A little interesting. John Hillcoat. John Hillcoat. He has a penchant for... Violence, yeah. and when I say violence, I mean uh, uh, flesh and bone violence. Lawless not, is unpleasant. Yeah, yeah but, but you know what's but even fascinating? Bad? Uh, there's a movie, his first proposition, mm. which is amazing. It's amazing. So he's uh, the movie's fugly. He's great. Oh, and, the proposition. Uh, yeah. yeah. But the question is, because yeah. we we mentioned Locke earlier, a film that came yeah, out with Tom, Tom Hardy, powerful, great film. And we talked to Stephen Knight, who directed it, and he said Tom Hardy's our best actor. I agree. Yeah. But I agree in the form of, uh, and, and I, I'm not going to call him Brando, and I don't even know what Brando is, but what I've read about yeah. when I watch Brando and the people I know who had worked with him or whatever, there was something there in the balls. There was like, <laughs> I mean, sex, you know, like really yeah. like. Exuding it. You know, I'm going I'm gonna, to, I'm going to. I'm gonna. I got all the pussy and half the money. So I mean, <laughs> uh, but and so Tom is that, and there's a power there, and and he is so he is mm-hmm. so that, and he's um, uh, 
it, it, it wild and runaway. So it was really fascinating to watch him and Guy Pierce, who's really sculpted. But in that role, even though that was a crazy role, Guy was really building that, and Tom was really loose, and it, it was a train, it was a collision and then when Gary Oldman would show up it would be even and it was fascinating interesting I like Tom Hardy and then there's a kind of a guy that's below the radar there's two guys one is in that movie Dean uh Dane DeHaan mm-hmm. who I adore I think he's our Spider-Man 2 Green, yeah. Green Goblin yeah kind of our he's very intense DiCaprio down the road yeah uh, and then there's a guy, James Badge Dale, who yeah, I adore. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Well, we so. were big fans of him from 24, so I'm glad right. to see he keeps doing And Locke movies. is amazing, by the way. And so I think Tom uh, Tom just keeps doing this. Um, and I, I, I give him a lot of credit because he um, – I'm, I'm not sure he knows. I mean, he knows, but I, he wouldn't know how to – this is what you do and access it. It just it just shows up. But he takes a lot of risks too. I mean, the, these things that he does, they're, yeah, they're uh, really it. risky. Well, we had to convince Lee that the guy in Locke was Bane. Still don't believe it. Like, <laughs> I know. You know well, that was one of the things he but was. Everything he, he does, was, it's different. He yeah. was mm-hmm. working Chameleon. to Bane in our 1930s prohibition. Depression piece yeah. and and you know hitting the weights to get there and we're like uh, dude we're all starving we're all, you you're too big mm-hmm. and 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 then you know Shia was lifting I'm gonna be like Tom and then everybody was we were well fed in, that, in those thirties but um, he, he, he was great the great thing what he did there is he uh, because he is a British and and the Southern dialect in that region wouldn't be natural he really underplayed his mumbling. Which I thought was great, <laughs> kind of like what Brad did in Snatch, right? Mm. Where he, oh, he yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, he, he sort of overplayed the Pikey, didn't he? You, know, you never really heard, or, or Benicio did in uh, Usual Suspect. Yeah, I stole the fucking truck. Yeah, I stole the fucking truck. No. No. What the fuck? Give me the keys, fucking. Does that work? Because we we like I like that, right? In English. I never Give me do the keys, that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> What the uh, fuck? That's a brave choice. And right? then uh, it does Tom, work. Tom's very first, or not his very first thing, because I think he was. <laughs> I think he did uh, lock, stock, and smoking barrels, or rock, rock and roll, or both, first, or maybe. But, well, Tom Hardy. But he did this uh, thing called Bronson. Bronson. That's what which, I was going to. If first you haven't seen Bronson, mm-hmm. it is it. even better. Yeah, maybe even better than Locke. But wow. maybe but you'll never believe that the guy in Bronson <laughs> is the guy from anything else. <laughs> anything. Uh, yeah, he's amazing. There's there's so many so, cool guys. There's so there's someone you've worked with. I think we're all big fans of. Yeah. You know, from Domino, we're yeah. all big fans. Of, what's it like to work with Joe Nunez? Joe, <laughs> friend of the show. <laughs> Joe's also in Rango. Is Joe Nunez in Rango? Yes. Oh. And. Um, uh, Anyway, he plays to- one of the one of the rocks, frogs. <laughs> plays a rock. I would plays a see rock. him as a rock. He plays a pretty yeah. good rock. Joe's hilarious because uh, uh, I think Joe's out, out of Chicago, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. second and, city. That's and, where we all know. And him. I yeah. think uh, he's got the great sense of humor, and yet he he'll he'll end up in some serious scene, and um, he'll make fun of it typically, which is brilliant. It's always great. I love Joe. Joe Nunez. But also Tony Scott, I who you worked Tony. with twice. Question Three times. That. Three times. Yeah, deja Vu as well. Oh, uh, Deja, deja Vu. vu. But, uh, Getting back to he, Joe. When he killed himself, <laughs> or, or, you know, when he... 
Yes. We all were shocked. That's the crazy. So was thing. I. Were you? I was going to say, I is was, any uh, signs of that kind of behavior? No. It sounds like no. nobody saw that. I, uh, I would have never thought that. Tony was the most uh, energetic, ambitious, infectious personality, and so spirited. I mean, it was hard to keep up with, and everybody just adored him and would do yeah. anything. He was hard. I mean, the day was a grind, but it was amazing. Seven it was amazing. And, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a gunfight. It was amazing what he would accomplish. I was uh, I was in Atlanta uh, doing The Walking Dead, and my wife called me and said, um, you know, are you, uh, have you heard? Are you okay? I'm like, what? And she told me, and I could not believe it. I had to go to work the next day, and I wasn't going to go. And then um, she called me. She said, Tony would want you to go. And so I did. It was very odd because it was a scene in which uh, Andrew Lincoln, Rick Grimes, had to tell me that uh, my friend Oscar didn't come back from Woodbury. He had been killed. And it was just, I was raw, and I didn't want to be there. And I looked around, and nobody was had been on any of the Tony Scott sets with me and I'd done so much with Tony. I mean, I think besides Denzel, I might be one of the guys that's worked with him the most. And I just lost it on Andrew Lincoln. And then we created this scene and I got in his grill and there was this fight and I, I, and, and it was really great. The director loved it. The problem was, is that it was Andrew Lincoln day, which it typically is on that show, Rick Grimes, where he had to go from that to going to meet the new players, which were, you know, Tyrese and then see the ghost or the vision of, of uh, his wife, um, Lori, Sarah Wayne Kelly, who's in Into, Into the, the Storm. storm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she had to audition for that. Uh, <laughs> and she did, and she got it. Uh, she did that in Melissa McBride's trailer. I remember that. Uh, you hear her screaming no, over sound. Run! Run! <laughs> So that was a very tough day. That cut didn't work, so we had to go back and get a, a, a tame. So that performance is not in the show. It's not in the show, no. but it's it's one of it's one I remember. And and Andrew Lincoln is great that way. So I don't know. Um, you know Tony was sick. He was sick. To what degree I don't know. Yeah. And so uh, I would have always felt like he'd have gone down in a helicopter or a motorcycle crash because he was that. Yeah. adrenaline guy and that but i also recognize he probably didn't want to harm anyone else so the bridge and he'd shot on that bridge so often in oh. commercials mm-hmm. and stuff so it was mm. just it was uh just sad a lot of really it just it, it affected so many people we went to you know his memorial and it just all the people what was great was there were so many celebrities at this thing and all of them were devastated and humble there was not a celebrity there it mm. was all about tony it was it was delight but he was someone that i adored and you had to figure out how to work with him because tony didn't sleep so he'd shoot <laughs> you know you shoot till eight ten o'clock he'd get in, in one of those Huleys or you know a black hawk and he'd go scout location with wow. floodlights until two or three ah. in the morning, come home, <laughs> that life. get two hours, and then wake up at four or five and do a storyboards for the morning. So I figured out if I showed up at five o'clock on a bunch of Red Bull and coffee, yeah, and and, and just for one hour had my my juice going i could talk to him <laughs> hey tony saw your storyboards man that's cool hey i see you got me gone the red truck kind of throwing it in reverse hey maybe you were tired when you did that because you know my guy would never go backwards we're going right in the rabbit hole to chase the snake right so he's like yeah yeah that's why we, we should do that that's just, you know. 
Steve. He had eight assistants. They were all named Steve. Of course, they weren't. They weren't named Steve. No, but now they were. But that was how he wouldn't get confused. And they would all just take turns sleeping. Being Steve. Steve one, Steve two, Steve three. That's what we called them. But for Tony, they were just one Steve. But it was eight different guys. And I would, you know, like I change this and make my character better, Steve. Um, Tony said so, right? Tony, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be great. We're gonna have helicopters, right? <laughs> you know, you do the sound effects. Tony liked that. His um, movies are. We we talked about recently with Wolf of Wall Street. Like I don't know how you shoot that movie. You probably overshoot it and then put it together in post. A lot of Tony's movies seem that way too. Something so like he's just so seven kinetic, cameras. you know? Yeah, Domino. Well, he has one for each Steve. Yeah. So he's all well, set. You uh, for an actor because uh, and you know this that, that you cheat. So there, you know, there's the camera and. You know, I might have to remember my lines back here off camera where you can't see my eyes going, yeah. fuck, what the fuck? But you can't oh, do yeah. that on his, right? No, that's right. There's, there's, there's a, a lens. There's yeah. a camera right there. There's one in your seat. Or, <laughs> I mean, it's a gunfight. It's like working with Willy Wonka or your favorite <laughs> uncle. I mean, it, it's these amazing gadgetries and tricks. It's just such a joy every day. It was. It was this just, is who I wanted to hear Tony Scott yeah, was. Just, like this, it, just, it was. It was Willy incredible. Wonka. And you know, he had he had crews that were loyal down with the ship type. I mean, he had you, stuck and, the same crews. Oh yeah, yeah. And guys were and these were old boys, sixty-five year old men humping cable and and on a slight jog. I mean, on the norm, not running out of time, but you know, I mean, because when you run a train down a track. It takes 30, 40 minutes to get it back. Yeah. Get it turned around and back. You know, so you get eight shots a day, and he made the most out of them. I like that you talked about his crew. Now, that crew I'd want to be part of. Right? That That crew. crew. Call back. Well done, Karen. Thank you. It was all Lou. (laughs) It was all Lou. Yeah. And Tom Cruise was on that crew one time. (laughs) (laughs) Zing. On the opposite end of, uh, of the big blockbusters, you were also in Waitress. Ah, it's, yes. yeah, it's, I adore. We were talking about that before. Oh, yeah. Probably my favorite in the fact that it was uh, so familial. <laughs> Just the the cast and uh, the crew, and particularly the director writer uh, Adrian Shelley, who is lost to us now, but um, lives on with her work, not just as an actress, but as a as an amazing director of that that picture. Um, She's so delightful, and she's a diminutive little person, but she could handle a crew as if she was a teamster, and there was just a, there was a New Yorker about her that was just, she was tough, but she was a chick, and she was cute, and you just didn't, you know, you just got it done, and she would lose her voice, so she'd have to write notes on a yellow pad for you occasionally, because she was acting in the movie as well, and I, I had a makeout scene with Cheryl Hines, and she's like, she kept saying something to me, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And finally, she wrote it and said, "Grab her tit." <laughs> this is why I need to be an actor. So I grabbed Adrian Shelley. I want that note, tit. But it, I re- didn't read it. Like, not grab my tit, you douchebag. Grab her tit. <laughs> but really, I just wanted to grab both of them. Well, I knew that was yeah. smart. I yeah. knew I was going to get Cheryl Hines go. in the picture, but this was a freebie. Yeah, let's go around the room till you get the right one. In ignorance. And so, Did you keep that note? I would have kept that. I do have that note, Fantastic. actually. It's really cool. Yeah. It's super cool. I have notes from Tony who draws, uh, you know, look, this is what... You're too stupid to read, so just, this is what I want you to do. And he'd draw me a picture, and I'm like, that's so cool. And I have uh, storyboards awesome. from Gore 
And Rob wow. Zombie, who's an actual graphic artist, mm-hmm. he can draw comic books. And so those things are That's precious. Great. Those are great. But I adore Adrian. I adore Waitress. We didn't know at Sundance that this was going to be huge the way it was. And um, it, we were just in tears. Because she had died before it went she to She had Sundance. died. For those of you who don't know, um, Adrian Shelley, the writer, director, actress, uh Extraordinaire was murdered before this movie Waitress came out, and so. Uh, but it should be put on your list. It is. I, I oh, have two yeah. movies from Lou. That yeah. those and are Waitress one. and Rosemary's Baby. There's yes. a double feature. Those are great. <laughs> yeah, that'll. Uh, so it's Sundance, of course. This in the amongst the loss of this lovely artist, uh, Dennis Hopper was in attendance and stood up and said, "You know, this is in this sadness. There's a beautiful rose that has risen." in this film and it was and we all realized wow this is really special and and it, and it was a really special special experience for me and um carrie russell was delightful in that did y'all do the planet of the apes yet oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so she did that one right and uh with jason jason was in that from lawless jason clark yeah yeah, yeah that's the first place i saw him i've become a big fan of his yeah zero dark 30 yeah 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 and now the new yeah Diet he's Karen, and he was on <laughs> he's Mindy project, project. Oh, who do you that, play on that? What? One of the doctors upstairs. Is that true? Do we have the what? right guy? I think so. He's no, a, the doctors upstairs are the... Uh, are you uh, sure? Let me look. Brothers... Uh, what Mindy, huh? Jamie's That's on it. Maybe I'm wrong. He looks like him. Hey, Wait, does Mind- Jamie's on it. Oh, all right. Oh, right. Jamie's does, does, our does Mindy checker. write the Puffy other chair. one? Does she Which write? One? Does she write the broke girls? No, no, uh, no, that's uh, Whitney Cummings. Whitney Cummings and some other... Oh, did Whitney have her own show for a minute? Yeah. Okay, yeah. From The Office. He was not in many oh, I oh, thought he was. Darn. But he's good. Someone named Clark was. Yeah. yeah. I just thought it was by face. They're both cute. Well, there you go. There are worse ways to be yeah. misidentified. Right. Fooled. Than Fooled again. So sad. Uh, lastly, you got any uh, interesting Rob, jo- Rob Zombie stories? Because you do have a penchant for just being hired by the same filmmakers over and over again. I li- not just I like Gore Verbinski I, and Tony I, Scott. But yeah. Uh, we're going like to hire you for our next podcast. I we're just going to keep working with you. Over we're going to keep yeah, working with you. Next week's <laughs> guest, Blue Temple. Well, it would be Groundhog Day because it would be a Bill Murray uh, reference, right? Uh, we mm-hmm. we get it back yeah. there. Um, <laughs> Rob Zombie, uh, well, the great thing about Rob is he knows what he wants and he wants what he knows. And there's not much gray area. So... You remember that Twilight Zone where the kid would banish you to the cornfield? Yes, because they did that one in the movie too, right? Yeah, they did that. So we did that one. So that's if if you kind (laughs) of if if you pass gas, Rob's sending you to the cornfield, and uh, (laughs) uh, but so far I haven't. So I'm I'm happy about that. yeah, but you were I in think Halloween too. I, in, I started uh, in Devil's, Devil's Rejects, Devil's Halloween Rejects. two, and then even in his animated feature Super Elbisto, uh, which <laughs> oh. is based on a comic book uh, that he does. I didn't know that was him. Yeah, so he had uh, House of a Thousand Corpses under his. That was his, his belt first. Then, yeah, so. that, yeah, that was sort of his film school. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was just just bizarre and odd. He's got one out recently, uh, Lords of Salem, which is very Rosemary's Baby. It's hmm. it's very intellectual and and kind of a mind fuck. Um, you know, the th- great thing about Rob is he knows everyone and everyone knows him and everyone's kind of a Rob Zombie fan, whether they, y- you know, realize it or admit it or, yeah, I listen to him lifting weights in my garage or, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm in the military or, the- or he's just hot, you know, or, or whatever. Um, so you meet a lot of people at his barbecues. Um, 
So, <laughs> interestingly enough. So, yes. you know, and for me... Rob Zombie Barbecue. Yeah, it's super cool. But it, all of a best. sudden... There, there's the life I want. Yeah. I want that life. You want to... Yeah. I want a note to grab. Did you want to go to Rob Zombie yeah, Barbecue? Yeah, I want to go to I'll Rob take, Zombie's. I'll take the Steve's. All right, we all got something. <laughs> I'm having a Coca-Cola with Alice Cooper talking golf oh and God, the Detroit Tigers, which is really cool. And then <laughs> as I'm going to get Alice another Coke, I run into Nick Cage. Nice. Who says that, uh, you know, I sh- hey, my friend over here, uh, Patricia Arquette, she needs someone to go to dinner with tomorrow. What are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. Going to dinner, going to dinner with Patricia Arquette. Arquette. That's what I'm doing. Except okay. I got to get this Coke for Alice Cooper. But after that, <laughs> oops, I dropped something. A name. Oh. <laughs> but it's really cool that way. And you start to go, wow, this, this, this is a video home cam thing. I'm, this is great. So, uh... <laughs> But on set, Rob's really intense, and it's 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 work, and he's just continued to improve. He's got to be an encyclopedia of horror movies, though. He's he such, loves, a, such a fan. He loves that. He, That's, I love when I hear that anybody who's a huge fan of a property, like he did Halloween, mm. and I knew that that meant so much to him to make Halloween. And everyone's, or like, for example, a couple of people just got tapped to do Star Wars and the first thing, that, the new Star Wars spinoffs. And the first thing they said is, like, this is all I've wanted in my life. And he's just like, ah, it's yeah. going to be so good because you're going to put that passion behind it, you know? So, yeah, he's got to be a catalog he's of great, horror movies. And he knows all of them, and he, and he respects all of them. But the great other thing about him is is you got to do it my way. And when I say that, he's not someone that it, he expects you. He hires us to bring it. I'm, I've built the, the framing of the house. You know, I need drywall. I need plumbing. Like, and that's why I hire you. And that's why he continues to hire us. Yeah. So he, um, he wants you to succeed on your own. He doesn't want to have to give you. Uh, here's what I'm thinking on this character, um, and so he he's he's really great that way. He also is like if you were going to want to direct, he's like, hey, I had to get started. You do too. I'm not going to help you. Yeah. Billy Bob's like that with his kids. All you just of Billy Bob Thornton's kids. Yeah. Do hmm. it yourself. I gave you my best gift. You're here. <laughs> Don't ask for money. Is that what you say to your kids? Is that what he, well, his daughter's not going to college. We already learned that earlier before he started. Do you think Billy Bob names his kids like Trevor or something? <laughs> Trevor Bob. Yeah, oh, so he's got to keep a Bob in there. Brandon yeah. Bob. <laughs> he just Snooky. does a 180, gives them upper crust names. Right. Snooky, Honey Boo Boo. <laughs> yeah. That'd be perfect. Honey right. Boo Boo Bob. Uh, cool. Well, we didn't get to a whole lot of Walking Dead, but go see oh. season three of Walking Dead. We're yeah, losing all over the place. And this is good because, Adam, you know, we don't want to give the spoilers. That's true. I, I, you, you know, didn't it's get funny. any of the spoilers. That's great. No, it's, it's so funny. When uh, we were looking for a guest a couple weeks ago, and I know you from a yeah. movie we shot. Heaven's Fall. Years ago, Heaven's Fall. And uh, so P- Paul sends me a text and he goes, uh, you know, I think a guest dropped out or something like that. He's like, uh, do you have anybody? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'll think of something. And I'm at work and I pull videos for the Hollywood Bowl uh, montages. And I'm pulling Unstoppable for clips of Denzel oh, nice. for an upcoming thing. And so I'm sitting there watching it. And then you come on. And I'm like, oh, wait, wait a second. <laughs> Why don't they text Lou? But I didn't even realize you were in uh, Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, The Walking yeah. Dead, obviously a great phenomenon culturally. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we're in a bit of an apocalyptic mind state. So I think yeah. these things are landing. It and uh, I relate it to the idea that it's a metaphor for the troubles we're having in life, whether it's credit hmm. or debt or mortgage or government and not being civil. Your to, credit will eat you, is what it's saying. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, be, yeah. There's walkers. That's easy. Debt. Yeah. Let's start over. Let's let's have Armageddon so I can get rid of my debt. 
So with all the post-apocalyptic uh, stuff, are you excited about the next Mad Max movie they just released the trailer <laughs> Tom for? Tom Hardy. Hardy. Right? Yeah. Of course I am. They had me at that casting. I'm, oh. I'm down. And then the, the trailer looks amazing. Yeah. Looks amazing. I'm all in. Gonna be, I'm step up all in on that one. I'm <laughs> stepping up. Mad Max Mike. all in. Hey, let's get to the next part of our show here real quick. What did you see this week? What did you see this week? And let's uh, make this real quick, but let's start with Karen, because oh. I think I know what most of us saw. But what I, did you see? Because a little off the beaten path. I watched the uh, movie Alan Partridge. Oh, oh, how was that? How was I it? have gotten into this thing where I'm starting to love like Ricky Gervais and some of these British comedians. I really liked it. It, Lee, yes. was not the movie you thought you were going to ah, see. Oh, well, then I want to see it. Yes. <laughs> That's if Lee's you, thing. He's a, yeah, the movies you, are often what he, not what he thinks never are what I thought, And he loves it. So if you think it's a movie about this character, Alan Partridge, going in and holding this uh, radio station hostage. I do. I believe. Is, he does not do that. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to see you it. You know Alan Partridge? Uh, yeah. Never heard of that? It's really funny. And something like that happens, but it's not him doing it. And he just dumbfoundedly kind of maneuvers in between that happening. Wow. It's fun. I liked it. I dig on Steve Coogan because every project he seems to come into nowadays is one of his own. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's kind of doing his own thing, and he's that's probably another, where he's best. He's then doing being, another one of the travel movies. With oh, the, I saw that, yeah. too. That was really the, good, too. Well, you saw the trip, but the trip <laughs> the to trip. Italy. Is oh, now the trip okay. to Italy. Yeah. What were you going to say, Luke? It's a lot like y'all doing your own thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's there right. Go. Yeah. <laughs> now, before we go around the table, because um, I did see what you guys saw, but I did see something different, and I'm going to make one small note. I saw Hunt for Red October. I went and got it for five dollars at the video store. Well done. And you I have a video n- store? <laughs> yes. How about a video Orange player? Well, it's things. it's record video, records and videos. Huh? Yeah, yeah like yeah. we're talking yeah. VHS. Uh, Full on video, or are no, we no, talking DVD? Technology, yeah, they're DVD. Yeah. Oh, all right. And this was the two for ten bin. Okay. Um, and I just happened to notice you that, own it. that in exactly in Red Hunt for Red October and Crimson Tide, <laughs> both submarine movies. Yes. Chief of the boat is named Cobb. In both? In both. No kidding. Yeah. Now, Cobb! Both red and black uh, color schemes on the poster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Crimson Tide is the superior. Of course, Tony Scott. No. Oh, I think it's the superior of the two. Over over Hunt for Red October? Yeah, Crimson Tide plays like this tight play. I might give it to... Whereas Hunt for Red October is a much looser, sort of more Cold War-y sort of I give it to Hunt for Red October slightly. They're both excellent, but only slightly because Crimson Tide had that Tarantino dialogue that just kind of shows up for no reason where we mm. suddenly talk about Silver Surfer and then we go back I to the know. movie again. Yeah. <laughs> There's this great move in, in Hunt for Red October where Jack Ryan is in the, the briefing explaining to all the, the heads of security what's happening and, and right before then James Earl Jones says, you know, just speak your mind and... Just speak your mind. <laughs> and Jack Ryan is, is, is getting <laughs> excited good. and really putting the hammer down on a general. And I don't know if this is director or if this is actor, but James Earl Jones is... is Looking forward, Jack Ryan is sitting to his right, and Jack's getting out of control. And James just puts his hand on on his arm <laughs> to, le- to suggest you need to stop doing what you're doing. And and I just would love to know where that came from. Oh, Did that come from? Interesting. Is it an acting choice, or does or does the maybe director? James pooped his pants <laughs> right there? He's been known oh my to God, do that. I can't what? handle it. <laughs> Cut, cut, cut. Oh, but wait a minute. Oh. Right before we cut, it was actually a good moment. Hey, speaking of Jack Ryan, like the best Bonds, do we have the best Ryans? Uh, you we know, go back, four, and watch, right? go back and watch That's Alec tough. Baldwin in I thought he was Hunt great. Yeah, He's he such not the actor he is today, though. He's such right. a completely Very different, different person. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting. I think he's better than Harrison Ford. Is Chris part. Pine our no. local here? No. No. Have you seen the new yeah. Pine, uh, Jack Ryan? I saw it. No, it's, I it's, haven't, okay. but... No one did. Your turn. I don't think Jack Ryan is quite the... 
with Lou. No, I'm Chris kidding. Pine was much better in Unstoppable. <laughs> that's what he said. I'm just saying. But he had a very good supporting cast as well. Yeah. And I think that's really where you succeed. <laughs> he, right. he needs good. He needs Next time we send Jack Ryan to Texas, right? We need good, uh, good help. So these yeah. two saw the same thing. Well, what, did you, what did you see this week, Lou? Uh, Planes, Fire and Rescue. Oh, because you have kids. How was it? I saw it today, just so I would have something to talk about. <laughs> I told my daughter, I go, hey, we're going to a movie. Good. And I'm <laughs> writing it off. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm like, don't say that around your is How is Dane Cook? Uh, great. Yeah. So funny? much better. Yeah. Face for radio. That might be his um, format. <laughs> and he's uh, a good-looking guy, too. He is a good-looking guy, but there's smarmy something, I don't know. But there's not on, on the airplane. Oh. It's, uh, it's, it's earnest, really great. Um. He he's he pulls it off great, and uh, there's so many cool people in the cast. Um, That's pretty chock full, right? Uh, Wes Studi, my I, I love oh, Wes Studi, yes. and he's in it. And, uh, and and as the native plane, they go deep now in the cast with with as many high yeah. quality actors. And you that's can get. pertinent with this whole uh, Washington football thing going on. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I, f- I have a solution for that. We took memos left and right. It is Native American. I can't say unless native I'm speaking of, of Middle East. You know what the solution for the Washington Redskins thing is, and this is perfect. They buy the rights to Red Hulk from Marvel, put the Red Hulk on the helmet. Boom. The Red Washington Hulks? Redskins. No, Redskins. Oh, you Red just skins. leave it Redskins. <laughs> Redskins. <laughs> but it's not an Indian. Isn't there it's a, a potato? Hulk. It's a Hulk. A red oh. Redskin Hulk. Uh, which just is change a the logo. That's all they have to do. Yeah, just a Red Hulk. I mean, Marvel's into this. They're going to, you know, they're making money. You know, just sell the image rights and you keep it. Redskins. You know, there's a happy ending in Planes, Fire, and Rescue. So if you're into happy endings, <laughs> I would, I've got there'd be a would bunch so. of perverts going to this movie tomorrow. <laughs> I was going to say they jerk off Dane Cook. <laughs> They're all going to be like, we Unless all get like, happy how? endings for $7? A bunch of guys in coats trust that, would, that would put handy. you, like Kevin Smith would put you in their <laughs> in coat. coat. And be like, come here, honey. There, let's, I, let's go see let's Planes. Let's go see Planes. I'll give you a happy ending. Perfect. How funny would it be if Planes, Fire, and Rescue ends depressingly? <laughs> it ends just like Chinatown. They all die. Yeah, Chinatown. It's just <laughs> big fiery wreck of cartoon goo. The one that can't get over his past. The past comes back and kills him. And <laughs> All right, but the big thing we saw was Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, that's right. That Woo-hoo. did come out this did week. Out. Speaking of that, uh, Rob Zombie is in that. Yeah. Is he really? Is Ro- he? Rob Zombie. I spotted the Lloyd Kaufman. Yeah, I saw that. He's, he's, he's a voice. He's a voice of a, of a commander, uh, one of the fleet wait, commanders. His name in oh, wait, credits. no. Isn't he? The, he's a computer voice, I yeah. think, right? Yeah, right? I think I read that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's great. I mean, James Gunn's just it, what a what a cool character that is, and uh, that movie exudes cool. Yes, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy. I saw it twice, once in 3D, and once in 2D. I saw it once in, in 3D because I was sold on the three. Now, normally I'm not a 3D first time guy. Better in 2D. But in the 18 minute uh, <laughs> thing we saw the preview, I was sold in the IMAX 3D, and it totally delivered. It was great. Yeah, you, I don't think you realize how much of a, a visual. I know it. Of course, it's a visual spectacle, even in 3D. But when I saw it in 2D, also I saw it in 2D at the Vista. And what you do with there is you trade up the 3D for a great audience. Mm-hmm. That audience mm. just loved that movie. Mm. I mean, the first audience I saw it with was really into it. But I like picking your audience. If you go mm. to the Vista, that's always a great audience. And they just every joke they just ate it up and absorbed it. And it's a very very funny movie. Oh, good. It's a it's a, very, a lot of personality in this movie movie i love the shit out of it i i i am ready to start a religion over this movie i think it was so well executed and you don't have to be a marvel fan if you took the word marvel off of the top of it because even for marvel fans this is not an established property that most people really know about yes it's a comic book but this is not 
you know, not characters anybody knows about. So, so all it's got all the heavy lifting. Now that that's not fair because all the Marvel movies assume you don't know who Iron Man is, assume you don't know who Captain America mm-hmm. is, and do all that heavy lifting anyway. They probably don't get much credit for that. People go, "Oh, I've not read the comic books, so I can't go to that." Like, shut up. You know, I mean, you can too, of course. They've they're but aiming more so at now a, than ever. Uh, more so now than ever. You don't have to have read the comic book. No, absolutely not. Jump on in. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy. I didn't know what was going on. I loved I, uh, it. I, I, I only saw right? 15 minutes of it and I thought I it was know, great. I know. I supposed to... I is it go have legs? Like, are we going to see franchise on this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two's already greenlit. Oh, oh. it is. And, and, the credits end with hey, Bill Hey, how's return. Rooker in it? Because i got to see him later great. this week. Is he? Rooker is great. That's oh, awesome. You're friends with Rooker? Yeah. Great Michael Rooker. This is a great James Gunn move. Good. Put fucking Michael Rooker and as Yondu, who is a character I do know from the comic books. So it's kind of cool to see him play this character. And, you know, it's like it's always been a thrill when since ever since I was a kid. Anytime you saw a live representation of a superhero, oh, that wow. was the coolest thing ever. Even the Spider-Man TV movies when I was a kid or the Captain America Red Brown TV movies. It was just cool because, yes, it's a piece of shit, but it's Captain America. There's a guy running around doing <laughs> Captain America shit or Hulk shit or Wonder yeah. Woman shit. And so for on this one to see these characters who, yes, I, I read very few comic books, but the old Guardians of the Galaxy was a different crew one of which was Yondu, right. who was played by Michael Rooker. Right, yeah. So to see one of the really obscure Guardians of the Galaxy, I mean, if you think these guys are obscure, that's really that's obscure. Hilarious. And if you're wondering who uh, if you're Michael Rooker, name sounds familiar, he was Merle on The Walking Dead. Yeah, and, he's uh, done. Oh. He's been a bunch of great He was stuff. really creepy in yeah. that. He's also, creepy in everything. Yeah. Was he in Days of Thunder? <laughs> I was yep. just going to offer <laughs> Tom. Uh, Thank, you. Thank you. Directed by Tony Scott. <laughs> yeah. Full circle! Uh, I can't top, uh, I can't right, top Adam's comments on that. I highly recommend uh, Guardians of the oh, Galaxy. Oh, I could go so on and on and on. So let's, but let's get to uh, the big finally, oh, or so some call pressure. it the finale. All right. It's uh, Karen's Birthdays, right. where we celebrate the birthdays of those who make the movies. Take it away. All right. Well, the first thing I did was I went to see when Lou's birthday was, and his isn't until October. Yeah. So happy, happy birthday. early Thanks. birthday to you. Till then. Uh, All right. But we're going to move on to some other... That. Celebrities that aren't as well as known as you, but we'll do our best. All right, so happy birthday to everyone's favorite five-time divorcee, Billy Bob Thornton. What? Oh, Yay. Wait, five? Who five did he marry? Wait a minute. Five a time. whole bunch. Five, five time. Five time. No wonder he's That's not his... giving his kids anything. He's married. <laughs> he's got a it's he's, not a choice. He's married he's one. He's watched w- Michael Madsen go down the drain with that, so yeah. He's like, mm. He's married one wife per step-up movie. Go ahead. <laughs> Bring it around. Bring it around. Full he, circle. He turns 59 but can play anywhere from a tattooed man to opening actor, uh, a tattooed man to the opening act for Hank Williams Jr. You know, he's a what? country singer. Oh, he is, yeah. Yes. I, though, have, do not have music for, for him tonight now, because his was just too mellow. You mentioned him yes. about being ugly and having to make his own movie. Uh, that wasn't my idea. That was a director who yes. said he was like, I think he's... Who was it? Billy Wilder. There you go. Thank I had you. heard it was Robert Duvall. Billy Wilder? Oh, no. They said it was director Billy Wilder. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't find Billy Bob okay. Thornton that ugly. I kind what? of... Well, I love Lyle Lovett. Well, when Bill he was Murray. Fat. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> just saying. I mean, you're adorable. Lou's cute. Well, we I all know Lou's adorable. Just saying. I get it. Yeah. Right. He looks a little like Wes Anderson. Uh, yeah. Wes. You do look right? like Wes Anderson, oh, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, I found someone for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. We didn't get <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, that's right. One time I got hired because a, a director thought I was Spike Jones crashing him. I so. see it. Oh. 
that's okay. Crashing it. And I, the David Spade thing, I can't stand. Oh, you sound like Spike uh, Jones a little bit, too. You know, but David Spade is just more persnickety. You're cooler. Yeah. He's Thank got you. a different energy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we all know Billy Bob from his marriage to Angelina Jolie and his self-made star turn film, Sling Blade. But did you know that before Mr. Stardom came to Mr. Thornton, he was flipping burgers at a Carl's Jr. in Culver City. And he also really? worked as a wind farming engineer and a waiter. All jobs that I'm sure helped him prepare for his roles as a NASA flight director in Armageddon and a former astronaut who went up against NASA in the Astronaut Farmer. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carl's Jr.? Well, astronaut if you eat, twice. If you eat enough Carl's Jr., you're always a wind farmer. Oh, I love that, thank Lee. You. Up next, let's a joke worthy of John Saxon. That's the sort of thing we do here. <laughs> That's what happens during birthdays, my friend. John Saxon, get my gun. Get my gun. <laughs> Up next, let's wish a very happy birthday to director M. Night Shyamalan, oh. who turns 44 but can play anywhere from legendary director of The Sixth Sense to what the hell happened to that legendary director of The Sixth Sense. Oh, shit. <laughs> In his, his head. I found this interesting because it reminds me of something that would happen here at this table. In his office hangs three posters of his favorite movies, Raiders of the Lost Ark, The Exorcist, and Die Hard. Mm -hmm. A lot like his career. Oh, it started strong. By the way, yes, I want to interrupt you. Finish up. I just have a funny thing This is fine. I'm just starting a new thought. Go ahead. Okay. He has the greatest crash of any career (laughs) because he wrote a book about how Disney was wrong, about how his next movie would be a bomb, and how he's a genius, and published the book day and date with the movie, which was a bomb. Oh. That is the worst way That's to go just out. That's asking for, the best, for it to be. Right? It's, he had like TV oh specials out called M. Night Shyamalan's I Dream. Know, I know. How big a genius he is now. Stupid Disney was not yeah. to pick it up. And then the, yeah. and the movie was a piece of shit. Nobody went to go see it. And Disney was completely right. And there was a whole book about how they were wrong. It's amazing. That's balls amazing. of like giant balls. And now he's balls. just a director for hire. Just direct right. whatever cartoon property well, needs, he, needs he to be made into a thing. You have to make it in Philadelphia, though, right? Right. No, he, he can't demand that anymore. No, not now. No way he can demand that anymore. But yeah, he sure. is also very, they, they're after him because um, he is a Razzie winner. He's a very highly Razzie? sought after Razzie, Razzie winner. Probably multi time. <laughs> he and Dan Aykroyd, who I love, are the only two men to direct themselves in performances that oh. won Razzie's. He won it for Best Supporting Actor. Um, Shamlan won the award when he directed the film Lady in the Water. <gasps> but what did Dan Ackerd win oh, it for? Dr. Detroit. What? Dr. Detroit. Nothing but trouble? Nothing but trouble. Nothing Exit to Eden. Oh. oh! What? Wait, he didn't he direct won, that? No, 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 no. He didn't direct that one, but he won a Razzie for Exit oh, to Eden. Oh, okay. And then Dr. Detroit, he directed that one? But he went out in spectacular fashion with uh, with Nothing but Trouble. That was a that spectacular... Was he finally got all the power to write it and direct yeah. it and do everything and just made this... Th- Have you ever seen this movie? No. It's not good. It's, not it's good. got Demi Moore in it, Bill right? Murray didn't come in and fix it? No. Bill that's Murray? What he, Chevy that's Chase what he, couldn't fix it, Demi Moore couldn't fix it. He's it. Ackroyd's whole career, Bill said, I'll, I'll shut up. Let me fix this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me be in Ghostbusters to... Yeah. to let me just <laughs> rein you in. And yeah. finally, let's wish a happy birthday to Dustin Hoffman, who turns 76, uh, but can play anywhere uh, from an actor to an actress. Hmm. Yeah, I love yes. Tootsie. <laughs> right? Sometimes in the same movie. There exactly. Hey, talk about Bill Murray adding something to a oh, movie. Yeah, Bill right? Murray was in that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. It was his Pitchower, roommate. Pitchower. Yeah. That all- is one nutty hospital. <laughs> <laughs> we all know Dustin Hoffman from The Graduate and Rain Man, but 
And this is the little game we're all going to play. Did you know that there's some movie roles he turned down? Now, this is kind of interesting because I looked up some of the Dustin Hoffman roles mm. that he turned down and other people made the movie. But the thing that's neat is I'm going to name the actor who actually took the role from the movie that Dustin Hoffman turned down. And then that movie went on to become a terrible mess. <laughs> so this is Dodged a Bullet Game. Ooh, so, Dodged <laughs> you need a theme next time. Yeah, you right. Play so this dodged ball. a bullet. <laughs> dodged a bullet. So now Dustin Hoffman has dodged a bullet whenever Gene Hackman took this part. So Gene Hackman in what movie? Has Gene Hackman made a bad movie though? Yeah, yes. Oh, yeah. This Very one. Few. Very few. Now it's a bad Gene Hackman movie, but Dustin Hoffman. French Connection two? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. That's the best that's guess horrible. you could have. Dustin Hoffman did not do this horrible movie, but Gene Hackman did. Oh, 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 oh. Is it? I got it. Yes. Exactly it. Yes. Kid. Loose cannons. Oh, no. no, no. That's a good that is the worst. That, With Dan Aykroyd. With Dan <laughs> Prime Dan Aykroyd. Which is kind of interesting because now you just named two movies that I wouldn't have thought that, he was, that were bad movies that he's in. But no, this one's bad. This one, we Gene own Hackman? it. And Paul still is mad at me you that we bought it. And I, I wasn't around to stop you. I, <laughs> she got some money for a meme or something. Came I, back with Whale Rider, which is oh. like, okay. I guess you can have that. And then, then I got. Welcome to Mooseport. Welcome oh. to Mooseport. That's his last movie. Yeah, I know. He retired on that. That's uh, not right. He retired gave up. Yeah, Connery like, retires on League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. These people right, are not retiring so on the right movie. Dustin Hoffman <laughs> could have been in that, but then it went to Gene wow. Hackman. Well done. Retire on the right movie. I'm okay. better. I'm done. All right. Harvey? Keitel, what movie is oh, awful that oh. he dodged a bullet by not doing the part and Harvey Keitel took it up? Oh man, Harvey Keitel's done something. And this shit. is a bad movie. Whoa. Harvey Keitel used to take anything. What? There was a time where Harvey Keitel was in like six Could movies we have a seen year. Dustin's penis if this yeah. was done? <laughs> That's what no, I was going to no, ask. No, no, I don't okay, think so his penis is in movie. this yeah. one. It's not, no. uh, yeah. Just Dustin off it's, it's not those five. I think movies. Adam Sandler's in it, right? Oh, I yes. know. Yes. Now, now you're nearing The Country Bears. I'm gonna name the Country Bears for all of us because Walken's no. in there. That's good. Country Bears. So this is, is a big Sandler flop. This is a big flop. Sandler flop. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh darling Nikki, Nikki, little Nikki, little, little Nikki, Nikki. darling Nikki. And that's is a that Dustin a Hoffman a dodged a bullet. <laughs> and lastly, Dustin Hoffman dodged a bullet by not taking this role that Robin Williams took. Oh well, that could be any awful movie. Yeah. Uh -huh. uh, RV. Patch uh, Adams. <laughs> Close. It's with a P. Uh, Man of the Year. No. Year robot. Where's the one where Jack? Uh, Not Jack. No toys. No. You know you could go for hours and wonder if Robin Williams has made a good movie. <laughs> Father's Day. Uh, no. The one where he's in a gorilla's got Seth Green. No. <laughs> hey, you gorillas, put down Seth, Seth Green. Green. Old no. dogs. Uh, it's old a movie. dogs. Oh yeah. Lou, old. <laughs> Lou is closest when he said a movie with P in the title. Uh. It's got that really skinny oh, girl in it. Oh, pissing up a rope. No. Oh, but you don't mean literally. <laughs> yeah, I, gotcha. I was thinking the same. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. Parents Day. He or? sings in it. Popeye. Popeye. Dustin Hoffman was, was originally Popeye? offered the role of Popeye. Uh. And Lee, yes, you know how much I, I love to hear celebrities finish. sing. This is true. People ask me, say two things, name two things you know about Karen. One, she hates it when Paul chews with his mouth open. Hate that. And two, loves when celebrities sing. I do love when celebrities sing. So let's wrap up this week's birthdays by listening to this du duet of the dulcet singing stylings of Mr. Dustin Hoffman. Oh my God! And the great Warren Beatty singing oh. a little darling oh, well. from that critically acclaimed film Ishtar. I heard it's not that bad. Never seen it. 
I've not seen it, but we should. For years, I hear it's we awful. Should. I think yeah. we'd like it. Oh, yeah, I hear it's horrible, but I hear over time people are like, don't shit on that movie. Yeah. They're acting weird here and singing in like a bar. But for years, this was I mean, a standard bad movie. Yeah, it's a go-to. But there's like a, It's the Kim Kardashian of movies. This was the movie you mentioned when you were just yeah. going to mention bad movies. And was yeah. Santa doing in that same conversation? Yeah. Oh, right, with the roller skating, right? Yep. Yeah, like like if like if a movie yeah. was destined to be a bad movie, they're like, oh, this is an Ishtar. Yeah, yeah. right. Until right, Waterworld, right. that was Ishtar <laughs> until Waterworld, and then it became Waterworld. Jamie, right? did Gene Kelly go out on Xanadu? Because God damn it, what's wrong with these actors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet you he did. I bet you Gene bet Kelly you went did. on Xanadu. That's, that's his it, last movie. Because you just go, oh fuck. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna take the yeah, Cassavetes. I've and just, then you uh, go look Cassavetes for a bridge. Right you do. Yeah. yeah. Well, that wraps another movie <laughs> showcast, everybody. There's, there's the cartoon. <laughs> hey, follow us on Twitter at the Movie Guys on Facebook uh, at Facebook.com/slash The Movie Guys, as well as YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Vine, Instagram, LinkedIn, even what the fuck. Thanks to Lou Temple. Yay! Lou Temple. That was a great interview. You got a plug? You got a Twitter? Yeah, you can see me at uh, Lou Temple Actor. That's original. Dot com. Or is uh, that your Twitter? Twitter. At, at, at Lou Temple. At oh, Lou Temple. Temple. That's L-E-W for those of you. Yeah, L-E-W. Who spell like I do. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, Facebook thing's a uh, fan page. Okay. Cool. cool. But, but you were, you didn't, somebody started that or you started that is. No, someone runs it, but I get the information. Okay. They send it but to But that's me. an official one. I never we read can, it, but they send go. it to We can go right. <laughs> you can do it. We, we can put our show on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where's yeah. the appropriate place to stalk you? Would that be on Twitter? Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah. Or as I, you leave the house tonight, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but they I'm, won't hear us till tomorrow. I'm yeah. on it. I'm going to the person that I'm stalking, but you know, after I'm done there. That's a movie. Stalker stalking. You just keep going back and back. You're like waiting till Lou's done. Like, ah, oh, come on, stop I've stalking them. Stalk We're trying Lou. to follow you home. Also, special thanks to Jamie Clark Yelvington for mining the board and correcting us everywhere we screwed up. Especially me. I'm sorry about that. And Steve yeah. Schultz for his writing contributions to the show every week. And remember, you can find everything we're up to at themovieguys.net. Be back next week. Three more releases are just padding April, or April, August, full of movies. <laughs> April. April, are like April, April what do you think this is? The beginning of the summer? I know, right? <laughs> exactly. That happened uh, way back in March. We'll March, have uh, right? The Giver next week, The Expendables 3, all sorts of fun. So oh, we'll see you then. Three. Thanks.